This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. What is up, everybody? My name is James D. Fiore, and this is Blackballed. Even though, before I start every single show and I do the intro that you are hearing right now and never write any words down when I do it, I still know what I'm supposed to be talking about. Tonight, I don't have that problem because I have decided to do a call-in show for no apparent reason uh, except that I didn't have a guest to book tonight and I would like to do more shows on my own. So instead of doing a show on my own, I'm doing it with Ryan and several strangers who I only know over the internet. And now I can't... Oh, there he is. Ryan. Ryan, you put you put a hoodie on. I, I put I a hood were... on. That vibe, that music was going and... Uh... I thought maybe I'd put a hood on. I thought you were like a child star trying not to get recognized. I am a child. No, no, nowhere near a star, but I've got the first part down. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. You remember Corey uh, Feldman? Remember that little? Oh, yeah. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Corey Feldman, they were especially. Fucking, they Did were you fucking. ever notice that when he got old, um, when a camera was on him, he always had the look on his face that said this? I'm going to be famous again. God damn it. I know it. Like he was yeah. he, he, like, he loved yeah. it. Like that's all he cared about was that camera. It was so weird. Constantly. His reality show was just him acting badly for an entire series. <laughs> I know. <laughs> really was. I noticed you are the absolute opposite. When you do your intro, you can't look at the camera. I'm like Stevie wonder, except Isn't I'm not black funny? blind or talented at playing instruments, but um, so you're absolutely I, just like him. Fuck. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brother from a different mother, man. And I'm I'm telling you, like, no, but like, you know what I mean? Like I, I because you know what it is? What's that? I can't look at the dot that is the camera and connect. Um, so either I'm gonna look at the screen at, at the person I'm interviewing, or I'm going to literally just like close my eyes and just pontificate about whatever without having to look at shit. I feel like I lose like 10% of whatever the fuck I have by looking at the little dot. I, just the way I, am. I have um i have a problem and I'll, what i'll do is people that are watching i'll put it out on twitter afterwards i'll actually take a screenshot a selfie from here not a selfie but a, a picture of what i look at when i'm doing the show and i've had this problem ever since i started doing this because i use i use an off um like off pc camera like i use an actual like mirrorless digital 
Yeah, DSLR, you have that adapter whatever. thing, right? <clears throat> I have a yeah, I have a good camera, right? So, but the problem is, is actually setting it where it's supposed to be. So, when you watch me on the Dean Lundell show, mm. you'll notice it looks like I'm not paying attention. It's because I just I'm figured actually, that you're half in the bag all the time, and I'm half drunk. But I'm usually paying attention to the guests. But the camera is so off the screen from where I see the guest. Like I'm looking at the camera right now. Yeah, I can't see you. I can't. I see can't your do face. that. I can't do that. So now only, I'm looking at. Now I'm it, looking at you. It, it's a known fact that only sociopaths can actually do that. Yeah. Right. So I'll, I'll take know. a. I'll take a picture here, and I'll put this out on Twitter. Actually, I'll do it right now. So if you're actually watching live right now, you can actually go look, and you'll see what I see. And it's, I, yeah, uh, I don't know how you do that, man. Honestly, in fact, I, I'm so I feel so strongly about it being bad for me that I'm going to advise you without having any expertise at all in advising podcast hosts to 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 don't do that. I bet you you'll find like you know. I I try not to. I try not to look. The only time I ever you'll ever catch me actually staring into the iris of my camera is when Lachlan is going off, because it's like I cannot. I don't have to look at him to soak that in. So it's fantastic. Well, he's like a he's like a sitting lullaby, you know. When 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 he tells his long stories, it's like it, it's 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 slow. It's got good pace. Yeah. Um. Um. But you kind of feel like you're about to be served cream of corn and get your daily meds. So. Um. Uh, he's got a great he's got a great story actually about um, you know the Hutterites. Speaking of cults, you always talk about cults. You know, the do Hutterites? I know them? Okay, the so the Hutterites are, out in yeah. Alberta. Um, I guess they used to trade like actual like wives, like like sister wives for bags of dried peas. That's and pretty that's, good when you said cream corn, I thought that was pretty close. You actually almost got them there. So it's not bad. Dried peas. That's better than canned peas. Mm. You know? Yeah. I'd give so, away my wife for a can of. Oh, no. So you want to you want to do a call in. Sh- and I heard you and David talking about this. And you guys want actually want to talk to your audience. And I I, I love the idea. Well, I don't like the idea in theory because it seems cheesy, right? Like it, it, it yeah, kind of seems like, you know, you know what? There's one thing we can take. And if, if there's anything we can take from, from traditional mainstream media and actually Lachlan and I have had discussions about this is anytime you can, like, you're getting a bit of how the sausage is made at what we do when I talk about this, but anytime you can actually touch the audience and you can actually interact and you can actually have that. And we do it on Twitter. Yeah, of course. But that's like totally, fuck, who cares? It's Twitter. But yeah. when you can actually have a face-to-face conversation and, and it's hard when we do what we do or even on the phone, like when somebody calls into it, think about when you were a kid and you called into a radio station, you actually got on. You you probably still remember that today, right? So I, I, I don't remember the first time, but I was one of those dudes that knew when I was 15. I'm like, there's a strategy here. Yeah. I, I know how to I know how to win yeah. this. Yeah. Exactly. So I've been right. on like CNN call-in shows yeah. where where I just turn it into like I don't remember what it was, but I called in like um it was like the CNN show that they had it was like the breakfast television of CNN or something. Yeah. And I was 22 and I was a uh, you know stupid, you know like I I I was arrogant, um totally different than how I am now. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, just kidding, I'm pretty. Uh, but I was like You're unbridled, pretty fucking arrogant like, now, but... unbridled, no direction, James. You know, oh. uh, who was who was arrogant and didn't give a fuck. 
So it's like whatever I am now, that flaw times a million, right? And anyway, so <laughs> I got I um there was someone talking and it was about um the United States and whether or not they can deal with this politically. And I called in, I said I was like the president of some NGO and I just wasn't, right? Like Captain and, Jenks. Yeah, something like that. And I called and I got on the air and then I'm, I'm kind of rambling about uh, whether or not, you know, the, uh, there's enough public money going to the right things. Blah, blah, blah. And then I stop and I'm like, but you want to know what the real problem is? And the host is like, tell us. Like, no other country outside of America likes America. <laughs> and she was like, what? He, what did he just say? And the crowd didn't know hear what a producer his head exploding in the background. Shut and up! One, and one guy clapped. And it was this like black dude, and he was just like, "That's right." And then they hung up on me. Those bastards. It's it's hilarious how how they used to trust it. Like back in the day when it when they first started doing things like 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 you say with CNN, and that's what made like guys like Howard Stern so popular and so um, funny was when he would get on the air and say you were an ambassador for some country and like get through an entire spiel like that guy. He's a real guy, that Captain Jenks. I'm not kidding. And if you look him up on YouTube, some of the shit that he got, he was the one that did the, when OJ, when OJ was with Al Cowlings and he phoned, I see OJ and he looks scared. That guy. And it was Al Michaels. Al Michaels, this is a totally farcical call. Like it was like they took it so seriously, but it became part of like actual history, like filmed history of. It was Dude, I was watching at. the Nick game. I was a Nick fan. I <laughs> yeah. was like before the Raptors existed. I was a massive fucking Nick fan, and yeah. uh, I'm watching the game, and all of a sudden there's a Bronco, and I'm like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> Why am I not see Patrick Ewing, you know, um, falter in the playoffs? Like, what's happening? I need to see yeah. this. So I can no, and so so, it, but that was when you could get away. That was the golden age of pranking. Uh, news station right or it was. Prank, and now everybody's got call screeners and um dude I used to second do so I, i'm gonna go to my yeah. first guy my first caller i don't know if it's a guy or girl like i have no idea what's going on um okay. but i just want to like tell a quick story on on that because um when you have no money and you're in your 20s and you're arrogant and you have adhd you just like you do a bunch of like weird off the wall shit so i used to find ways to get into places for free right yeah um and, and I realized, what, 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 how do I boil down this strategy to do this where I can do it to any event? And it, yeah. the answer is business card. That is the answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're so, so official when you have a business card. Well, you're also very official if your business card says the name and has the logo of the core sponsor, right? <laughs> and you're course. like just a random vice president. <laughs> and I, I used to go into TIFF. I used to go on the internet and be like, okay, Ford is the sponsor. I used yeah. to make like 10 business cards with the vice president of Ford Marketing. Right. I get to yeah. the uh, TIFF gala like two hours early and be like, ah, you know what? Uh, I, I don't want to drive tonight. So I left my wallet and license at home, but here's my business card. And they would yeah. just give me like the God pass. Right. And then I would just use the God pass. So I did that like countless events, like 50 events. I some I once got caught um, with a guy whose name I had on a lanyard that I got made at a marketing conference. I got a $10,000 ticket um to this event because i made small talk with a guy in a lobby we exchanged business cards then i took his business card impersonated him said i forgot my briefcase in the cab and i need another lanyard and got another lanyard so i had my ten thousand dollar password thing anyways our um um, it was our our producer is here by the way oh is he 
Yeah. Okay. Why don't you control who goes on? You, can you be my? Uh, I can. I can Baba be that Bowie? guy. I'll be the call screen. Oh, hey. Uh, caller on the line is uh, rookie calling from uh, Milton. Rookie. Hi guys. Hi rookie. What's what's your question? <laughs> nice. Blackballed tonight. Uh, I was just looking to uh, get some fatherly advice from two dads. Oh, okay. Dad. I can do that. That's right. You are a brand new dad, aren't you? That's right. Look at yes, him. I am. Look at him. Look, Look at how him. tired he looks. Of course he is. He looks like he looks so tired. He's like Steve Buscemi's dad. Look at he's him. He's actually doing. <laughs> he's actually doing okay. Look at him. I'm you having a good time. Great. Yeah. You look it's great. great. It's 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 great. It's he's awesome. Everything's good so far. He's uh, sleeping. He's eating. Um, it's been a while since I've even like talked to anybody uh, in the network and come on a show or Dean show because he sleeps through all Dean shows. Because he's, I'm not going to wake him up. So it's most of the audience, really. Well, kids often, uh, as a self defense mechanism, will go to sleep if they hear awful things in the background, right? Like, it yeah. And to be fair, like he sleeps and then eats in the evening, so I have more free time in the evening. But Dean shows during the day, so I can't even. Come. There's no way I can come on yeah. the show, especially with the kid. Why don't you but bring the kid on? Good guys. He's currently. Uh, no, no, on on the show, you? like during the day. Yeah. Oh, you don't explain it. He literally sleeps. He literally sleeps during every show. Can I ask you a question, Rook? Yeah, please. Because this this is one of the ingredients to a house that's doing okay after a a birth of a baby. Is the breastfeeding going okay? And I honestly mean that. Like, is she she okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because some women have trouble. And and it creates a whole thing. The dairy farm is open. My my, my mom was, was like the star of the maternity wing. The nurses would be like, this is crazy. Like she was just, you know, it was milk was always coming out. Like if she went like this, she'd be like, you remember the, uh, the girls with the bullets in their nipples in that movie, whatever it was the, you know, that movie. Fembots. That one. Yeah. The fembots. Fembots. She, yeah. Yeah. She was yeah. like a sprinkler. Anyways. Um, she didn't <laughs> mind me saying this. I'm, I'm so Austin powers. There you go. No, dude, it's going really well. Lots of production. We were at a wedding for her sister a week and a half to two weeks after we had the baby. So my mom had to come babysit in Stratford. So we gave her some formula just to supplement. But then she ended up using breast milk because we weren't bringing the baby around 150 people. Um, That was your ticket to get out of the event, though, if you just wanted to leave, right? It was her sister. This was her twin. We had to go. She was the maid of honor. Can you open with that Uh, next time? So, (laughs) you know, wait. I was half listening. Did you say your mom was breastfeeding your baby? What was going on? No, we left it for her. We left her a bunch, like frozen. Yeah. Uh, But I got formula just in case, and we haven't really needed it. It's good. Honestly, that's that's a building block to good good psychological health for mummies and daddies after after the birth. And uh, he's sleeping six hours a night. You know what? My daughter was like that. My my kid, um, right from the from get go was uh, a full sleeper and we used to hate telling our friends about it <laughs> that had kids were like oh i'm up all fucking night blah 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 i'm like yeah that sucks eh <laughs> yeah i, I honestly yeah. i could totally get what you're saying because at the wedding uh you feel guilty a couple of my, of my wife's friends who had a little bit of a tougher time and they're like how's everything going i didn't, wasn't gonna lie about it yeah. no it's like Awful. great he's sleeping He's eating. That's We're, great. I'm doing the the overnight feeds if there is one. Yeah. <laughs> so, and my wife sleeps because she needs the rest more than I do, and I can function on low sleep, anyways. So, 
You always it's all do. good, boys. <laughs> I'd love That's to awesome. bring him over here, but I can't because he's feeding. Yeah, yeah. no, just yeah. He doesn't even want to see YouTube if you do that. <laughs> that's right. Well, that was funny because I told James, uh, I was texting with James the other day, uh, and he was asking how things were going, and I had the baby taped to my chest, and I was twerking with the baby, yeah. and James was like, for God's sakes, man, because I came downstairs, and I saw my wife, and there was Christmas music playing, so I just started twerking with the baby, and obviously his head's like, yeah. Yeah. and James, she, <laughs> he just can't do math like, anymore. Yeah, like, he has, no he-, he has no head control, so maybe you should stop twerking with your child. Yeah, yeah, you know. Like, well, and I was like, never. Thankfully, you're a white guy, so the twerking was probably just, you know, minimal, right? It was like, bobbing. It was it was basically a squat. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, rookie. I'm so glad. I'm so, so glad. Everything's good. Um, I saw you guys were doing this and saw James didn't have a guest. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to just hop on as quick, as quick as I can to give just at least some form of an update to some portion of our audience because people have been DMing and asking. So. Well, I'm yeah, going to clip it and put it out on the socials anyway. So there you go. Yeah. Ryan, um, <laughs> uh, un, uh, uh, without any consent, he, he did it without consent. He put up the uh, a tweet that was just like, what did the tweet say? Hey, James is a fucking weirdo and let's go do it. Like, I can't remember, but it was. <laughs> I said you're a glutton for punishment because you want to do a call in show. I'm not a glutton for punishment. You are a glutton for punishment. You're absolutely. And only in certain situations, which you will probably never be involved with, Ryan. <laughs> but no, I'm not a glutton for punishment. I'm really not. Depends I, on the night, I guess. I guess. I'm, so I'll go and what I'll do is it? I'll take the research. I'll take the restream link and I'll put it on our uh, company Twitter and just let everybody come in. No. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll see you guys in a little bit. We'll have 85 people on the side. We'll crash the stream. We've got and a few. We've got a few in the, in the green room right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll let them talk, but I'm going to go burp the child and uh, have a great show, guys. Is that what you call it now? Burp the child. That's what I call it, too. <laughs> There's something so wrong about that. I feel Catholic. What are you guys doing? See you, Rookie. Don't say baptism. Don't say baptism. Bye, guys. Thanks. Love you, pal. <laughs> See you, man. Oh, that's okay. funny. All right. Huh. How about, like, Good for him. To, uh, congratulations, Rook. Yeah, congratulations, Rook. It is true. Like, he's... Uh, I, I know what to say to, to new dads, and mostly it's this. Try not to want to murder the people that bug you by not getting sleep. <laughs> That's yeah, that's question. always the first question, and it's annoying as fuck. Yeah, drop off you your know, fucking so casserole you, and leave. Yeah, you know? if you know that that's a thing, why are you bringing it up? You piece of shit. Oh, and they <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh, and it's just like oh. we got more callers. More? Yeah, there's a couple of more callers sitting in the uh, in the green room right now. Um, let's uh, let's let's take it on. I guess it's mobile. This is a mobile road call in. This oh my, Melissa, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, how's it going, guys? How are, good, you? how are you? I'm doing good. You can hear me okay? Yes, no. we can hear you. Okay, excellent. So I didn't know what button I was pushing when I uh, joined this call. I, I'm going to blame Ashley. <laughs> and totally okay. not that I was trying to read the text while driving. Totally not me. Don't do that. <laughs> it's bad enough you have to listen to our voices while driving. That's got to be illegal. Kind of Are you kidding? That's what caught me through the entire Muskoka. So I live in Sudbury, if anybody didn't know that. And I am driving to Kingston today. Oh, wow. Because uh, I'm going to um, Ontario Area Council. I'm part of my union. So um, a pretty active unionist, I would call myself. So, yeah, yeah. It's so a drive. Sudbury, to Mus- or Sudbury to Kingston, what's that? Are you driving like? through the park? 
Uh, no, I'm going to be doing that on the way home, though, James. Um, uh, How long? Six, How long? six and a half hours. Yeah. Wow. You go yeah. right by me, I think. Yeah, I do, actually. I looked it up in the map, and I was like, oh, my God, I know that name. Well, let's, <laughs> what, you should stop. Everyone needs to stop for a coffee. You should stop. We'll, we'll Absolutely. You know what? Yeah, I haven't even met so Dean great. or Ryan in the flesh. Yeah, if true. you're going to meet yeah. me first, see, you're yeah. just going to meet the best of us first, and then That's you can true. meet the rest of them. That's true. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, thanks for calling, Melissa. What do you have a question? Yeah, no Melissa? problem, guys. Um, I don't actually. Like I said, I pushed the button thinking I was getting your uh, your show, not that I was calling in. Oh, so. great! You know, this show is going great. It's this the best call-in show. All these questions are robust and substantive. No, you know what? it's totally fine. I'm I'm it, digging this. I like this uh, relaxed vibe compared to what we normally talk about on this show, which is usually a fucking absolute cluster fuck of a mind blowing today's, um, today's show was great <laughs> oh yeah no that's the dean show i'm talking about the black Bolt show where we find out every oh. day that someone else is trying to explode our country um, oh yeah no no now I, we're kinda, there's like, certain shows i can't even listen to hey like there, yeah. don't say that while we're on air melissa you know how i feel about that <laughs> i know but like they're scary right. and they make me feel bad so i got yeah. I, I i hear about <laughs> them through other people though they're evoking emotion. That's you know a lot. That is a big part. It is. Sure, it might be and homicidal you do great rage. Shows, James. You really do. <laughs> um, All right, okay. guys. I'm gonna keep driving. And I'll see you I in an hour. To... I'll, I'll see you absolutely. Okay, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> All right, thanks, Melissa. <laughs> Drive yeah, safe. Problem, yeah, Good thank luck. you. Get, get there safely. That's okay. uh, that's that's cool. So that, that we had somebody call from the car. That was kind of neat. Melissa's like a like a longtime listener, I think, of uh, the Dean Blundell show, and she, I, she, I think she tunes in still to my. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. No, we see uh, we see Melissa in the comments on on all the shows. Um, that is true. So okay, there is another caller that's uh, that's on the line uh, that I'm actually really really happy and excited to talk to. Okay, we we appointed. Uh, you, you might remember or or know or recognize his name from the comments as DaCosta. Ooh. But his name is actually Joe. DaCosta's my homie. I love DaCosta. That's right. Really? See, yeah. there's Joe. There he is. I'm, jo- I'm just kidding. I'm not DaCosta, though. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. Well, you're not DaCosta. It's Joe Morin. You know, Joe Morin. I don't, I don't know. Oh, he's okay. Yeah, he's got to go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's Joe Morin. Hey, Joe. Me. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I just wanted to good. see what the uh, I wanted to see what the comments would do, and they all thought it was Johnny. There's Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Why they do you all, look so different now? I know. Look from what my photo or? No, I don't know who you are. I don't think. Who are you? Joe's in our comments constantly. <laughs> okay. Constantly I, I, comments. I, yeah. Is that your name, Joe? In the comments? Mm-hmm. In the comments will be Joseph Marin, but or Joe. Oh, there you go. That is Marin. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I said Marais. it. Yes, I said it yeah. Englishly. Okay, my bad. it's okay. We're in Ontario. Everybody's pretty English here. Where are you totally right now? In Ottawa. Ottawa. No shit. I'm in the yeah. I'm in the the heart of the beast. Um, Very cool. Do, were yeah. you? Do you think they were terrorists? <laughs> the convoy people. So. Uh, so we're going to ask you questions, you Joe. Yeah. You guys can absolutely <laughs> ask me questions because... Just, just um, be, let's let it be organic. You know, whatever happens, happens. I was man. at POEC yeah. last week. Oh, uh, did you? Oh, that's Thursday right. and Friday. I was at I POEC. I was following your Twitter. It was fantastic. Yeah, I was there as well. I was, well, I was also there with Dinesh, who uh, has become famous for 
pretty much calling Tom Marazzo a terrorist to his face. Um, yeah, she's fun to follow. Yeah. Um, it's it's now. How was it being you, in that room? Was it was it tense? Because the, the I, know, I, I still don't pretty, know where you were. He was at the, the emergencies act inquiry. Oh, okay. Like in and, the actual main audience. Yeah, in the room. in the room. Okay. So so was, the mics yeah. were pretty isolated to the to the people that were speaking, so you couldn't hear the crowd. But there was a few times where where uh, the justice did did stop and say, "If you don't shut the fuck up, we're going to kick you out." <laughs> So that's why I was trying to tweet as much as possible because I knew yeah. people couldn't hear what was kind of was going on. So I was trying to tweet as much as possible. It's like, okay, you guys can see what the hell is going on up there, but you guys can't hear what's going on in the audience. So I'd be like, okay, the chuds are right now getting upset because, <laughs> you know, Trudeau was saying, well, you know, there was some crazy people in the audience, uh, so in the crowds, and they're like, oh no, it's all peaceful. I'm like, yeah, chuds are unhappy or reality or stuff like that. Yeah, um, because they were, and uh, it was. So first thing that uh, both Dina and myself were commenting on when we got in there, she had already been in there before, but it's it suddenly hits you. You see it on on the screen, but what you don't realize, that room is much smaller than what it looks like on stream. How close were you to like the PM, like sitting there with the PM? We weren't that close to the PM. Uh, when we first got there, we were a couple of rows back, and then we all got uh, we got behind the reserved row. Um, there wasn't a reserve row till we got there. Um, Dina was there in the morning when Christian Freeland was there and she sat in the front, front row mm-hmm. to which a lot of people got upset because it's supposed to be reserved for special guests and particularly the, uh, Tom Marazzo, Tamara Litch, Keith Wilson, pretty much anybody who was part of the legal team or had already sort of testified at the place had access yeah. to that particular line. So they were upset at her that she was there. And then the, the <laughs> building security came in and I wish I took a picture of just the sign that they put on all these chairs that were, wasn't there the entire month or two months of the entire inquiry. So that was fantastic. Um, What's, uh, how was uh, how was security when uh, when Justin was in there? Because I, I, that's one thing I was thinking of was like, I thought for sure someone was going to get up and throw a, a water box box of water bottled bottles oh, yeah, yeah. of water at him or something <laughs> i was kind of yeah we were kind of expecting a little bit more of excitement the, the security for going in and out of poec is uh, about the same as going onto an airplane metal okay. detectors emptying your pockets uh we had the whole gamut made sure i made sure not to bring up too much stuff because i knew it was just going to be a pain in the butt plus usually i do streaming of actual uh kind of like kareem i do streaming uh but around ottawa of contacts yeah. Yep. I just didn't bother bringing any of that equipment because there's no point. We've been POC. It's already being live streamed for everything else there. <clears throat> it's more interesting to tweet out what uh, the audience reaction was. Yeah. But while we're there, yeah, the security was kind of tight. Um, there was kind of the PM secret service. Uh, in the morning, if you actually watched POC start, there was a, if you noticed, the commissioner was starting to, trying to start up, but there was a bit of confusion as to where, Justin Trudeau was. And that's because yeah. the security brought him around through a side door. And suddenly, while the commissioner is just about to give a recess, he suddenly appears right in the middle of the room, kind of thing. Just like, oh, hey, shit. I'm here. Let's get things started. <laughs> it's just off we go. Total uh, fucking prima donna just showing up like fucking Drake. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. He just walks in. I'm, I'm JT, man. This is how we roll. <laughs> we're up. We're good. Sorry, James. I'm no, I just want to say, can I, like, I. I you know, I don't. I don't really care like who's um, the wrong side in that. I I, I know what I yeah. believe, which is that you know it, I, I thought it was kind of a ridiculous, overblown protest. I thought they they 
it didn't feel like a protest. It felt weird, and often they didn't have their facts and whatever. But yeah. I, I, when I'm watching Christina Freeland and uh, Trudeau answer questions, yeah, they do look fucking smug, and their answers often suck. Like Very. I would have liked Trudeau to be like this. Listen, on the French show, I did try to like really narrow down the target of my insults to a fringe of the people who are unvaccinated and they are a very small group and maybe it was sloppy, um, but that's who I meant. I didn't mean anyone that wasn't unvaccinated. I think it's important to say that. So thank you. I, I think he should have been more like that because he did do that many times. Okay. And, you know, and I don't that's want fair. to wear a fuck yeah. Trudeau sign mostly because I'm not gay, but you know, like, <laughs> well, what? It, it, it's it's a true. Yeah. It's true. Fuck it Trudeau. Do it. Fuck him. Do it okay. right now. Especially it, when no, you had your little kids holding those signs. That was what got me. That was my, yeah. uh, that was my stick. Oh, in my that, and, they, was, and they'll still do it too. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's, we've had, we've, we've had protests where these protesters are going out to, to go protest against uh, anti-trans out in Renfrew, not too far away from here. We still got there. them going every Friday and Saturday to Parliament Hill to go do mm -hmm. the protests. They'll do the flag wavings. They'll do the stuff. And there's usually between ten to uh, ten to fifteen on average. Sometimes they'll have special occasions where they're gonna get a couple of groups from outside, either coming in from Peterborough or whatnot, and then they'll grow the group up to around twenty twenty five. And they'll what are they protesting? <laughs> good question what? yeah we're still wondering oh. that one too <laughs> it always reminds me of that Simpsons episode where they go to an outside shot of the White House and all the protesters have signs that are like everything's fine yeah you know? <laughs> no problem well, yeah. here yeah yeah it's it's uh it's a lot of uh, uh they're still protesting for freedom which I feel is just okay so what freedom are you looking for right now because if it's a freedom to protest you're doing it so there's that um there's no mandates there's no nothing um don't know what you guys are looking for if you're just looking for true to quit all right i'm sure he'll do it within the next 10 years that just tends to be what happens but yeah. what's your end goal and end game and so it's it's one of those things i, I keep trying to sort of you know i'm going in there I'm, I'm meeting and talking to these guys i'm trying to get some more questions to like what do you guys want now like mm -hmm. there's nothing left I mean, they're still big on the, um, there's, uh, I, I mean, there's, there's a couple of them in there that's, that's very much sort of focused in regards to, uh, some really deep QAnon conspiracies. And I know I've mentioned uh, Ryan. I hear the great reset most often from, from ones that you think are cognitive, kind of like, oh, he's digital normal. currencies. Yeah. Yeah. The big I don't one really right want now, digital currencies either. Cause I like to hide money yeah. from the government and I don't when know how the last time you paid in cash for anything today. Yeah. Really? I've got I've yeah. got cash in my wallet I've had there for probably about since before COVID. I Same here. Touched. I've got yeah. there's always there's always like a hundred bucks in my wallet that I don't even know when it's from. And yeah. I, I'm worried that the bills are gonna start just wearing out. My wallet's gonna fall apart before the cash does at this point. So I just totally. don't understand why I have to give the bank money to hold my money. I just don't understand that. So I just yeah, you know, it's, I buy it is convenient, with my bank card, but I always have the cash, right? Like I don't know. I'm old I school. Plus, that's I don't fine. even have a credit card. I'm like a child, really, at the end of the day. Like, I've never... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's all. When people used to say they're broke, <laughs> and then they'd be like, fine, I'll put it on my card. Like, when I said I was broke, I'd be like, I don't have a card. I don't have a card I'm to put broke. it on. I'm actually broke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we... we and I'm staying too. on your we couch tonight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and now we all have cards and cash, and we're all still broke. So, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. I noticed uh, Rookie pop back in. Did you want to? Did you want to say anything there, uh, Rook? 
Oh, his uh, baby probably just dropped a bottle or susu on the keyboard. You know, he's not there. All right, is he there? No, I don't know. He popped back in. I don't know where, but I'll uh, I'll leave him there if he wants to pop. He can pop himself back in. He's got producer right here. So the yeah, Um, back to that point there. Their biggest conspiracy right now. There, they seem to be big on is uh agenda 2030 oh my god yeah oh i had a whole thing where somebody brought me to the side i filmed them um and they explained to me that there's pharaohs involved and there's um as as the three pillars trying to to, to take over the world and then keep and then all the the terrible things they're gonna be doing yeah but this is kind of what i'm kind of looking into and wonder like is this are we starting to slowly see sort of like the the like what we saw back at at the original convoy are you know the, the majority there of, of people that were there are starting to move away and we're now just what's left over are the more the more far conspiratorial types that are I, I only have one out. question and that is mm-hmm. are birds real or are they fake because they they keep telling us that the birds are fake do they charge themselves on the telephone lines or see that's bullshit, right? Like that they don't actually do that, right? Like like, like uh, how do you uh, yeah. oh gosh. Oh there's the oh, wait. I'm not, I'm not the baby. Christ, what the fuck? I'm not Sorry, the baby. Wrong baby. I got, I got my bald mixed up. Aww. Look at that. Look at there you. There he is. He looks Brandon. just like you. That's I'm just dude. saying that. I mean, you know, I don't know. He looks more like oh. you and Ryan, actually. He kind of does look like me. Sorry. Same hairline. Oh. oh my god. Hey, can I ask you a question? When you held them for yeah. the first time, did you unexpectedly tear up a bit? Uh yes. And fun story about that is that I we were in the OR and I had to do the first skin to skin. So I oh, went tarps god. off in the operating room. Oh, good man. Yeah, we got that uh-huh. pic- we saw that picture in our DMs. We got a, a really sweet picture of uh Rookie and the baby like that. that was, I hope uh, he doesn't trust. Let me just see if I can do this. Look at this dude. Oh, a little bit. Oh, I oh, dropped a Sue. Oh, look at that mug. Look at that mug. He's ready for a podcast. We gotta get oh. him a podcast right away. Oh, what a God. dude. And and the you could bottle the smell too. Hmm. What a baby little... smell too is just the best. Isn't it though? Yeah. Until they shit. But like it's like uh, Johnson's like Same. actually did grind up babies to make baby powder because it does smell like baby powder. Right? <laughs> oh, I'd grind yeah. up a kid or two if if I could bottle that smell. I mean, it's worth the. Guess what just went down just now mm-hmm. on live on Blackball. What did it's I tell you? Massive, massive fart. Uh, I thought Lockley would be able to do that on Blackball. <laughs> Thanks, James. We're all about we're all about pooping and farting on uh, the Dean Blundell Network. So and look, now he's just so happy about it. Yeah, that's look at it. it. Look at the smile on him. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. Are you stoked? Do now I have to tell you now? some stories. Nothing will change you. Okay, now bless you, bless you, Chris's right, wife. Bless you. Oh, look at you. Bye, guys. See you, Bye. pal. Yeah, what a little dude. You hang up. Okay, fuck. That's... No kidding. <laughs> I look at that little kid all day. I can't remember what I told him in chat, but uh, it was it was like a week and a half ago or something. I'm like, you're about to enter the world of chaos meets heaven <laughs> like, that's actually a really good way to put it yeah i think i don't know right, if i worded it, it quite like that but it was something like that it was because like, it's, it's you know there's nothing like it right yeah it's um yeah you know what i've never even thought of it that way but holy shit isn't that it's the perfect chaotic 
yeah, I, I good job. <laughs> You've got me <laughs> speechless because now I'm thinking about back when my was little, and you're right. It's the perfect chaos, blissful yeah. chaos, even. Well, it's weird because like they, like you're all stressed. Should they eat? Why are we, why did they let us be responsible for something like this? You know, like it, it just who 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 made that choice? That was a terrible idea. We should not be responsible for. Oh well, she did. It's Never. obviously her choice. It's her choice alone. Um, so it's really right. her fault. <laughs> so I, I I pulled I pulled another caller in. Uh, okay. We'll keep Joe because Joe, you're fun and um, you've got uh, good audio. You don't sound like shit, and um, you got some shit to say. But we pulled another caller in, and it's my wife. My wife is here. Oh my god, Ashley, where are you? Hi, Ashley. Did you say? Did you say pull me in here? I did. Get in here. I pulled you in. I. I it's. Holy uh, shit. Ashley, you you look right now like a dot with an M on it. You don't look like Ashley. What's happening? Because I've never had an audio only person on my show before. You will be the first. We're breaking. You wanted here. I you wanted a call in show. Give it a try. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Miss Lindley is on the light. Hello, Miss Lindley. Welcome to Blackballed. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Do you, do you, you have a me? question? Can you turn your radio down? Um, Jesus. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe that um, anybody is questioning whether or not or it's not so much a question as a statement. I mean, they're clearly surveillance drones uh, from the government. <laughs> this idiot. It's, um, I don't know how you missed that, but. That's yeah. shit together there, boys. Um, um, I also can I... heard you have money that's burning a hole in your wallet. <laughs> You're having are you? What are you, are you? Who is this? Yeah, no kidding. April? <laughs> <laughs> Did they take your Facebook? Facebook. Stop. If you, if you hook up my Facebook, I'll give you anything you want, Daddy. Ma'am. Mm -hmm. I'll give you my last three takes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best ones to not have anymore. Really. <laughs> Maybe she could make some money. She's not leaving the garage until she gets her Facebook back, apparently, everybody. Yeah. Okay. I felt sorry for her. I felt like we were doing ableism when we were making fun of her. Um, I thought um, we were de-abling no, her. No, because... Disableism. You don't think she, she has an obvious mental challenge? Of some sort. No, no, no I don't. I don't think willfully ignorant or or politically stupid or or just um, deficit in uh, attention to your surroundings for your entire life is a disability. That's a choice in my eyes. Wow. I, I would have to yeah. agree. Ashley's actually done some deep dives on our good friend April, and but um, like like Forrest Gump though, that kind of smart, right? Like, no, no, no. I'm, no, this, no, she's definitely not. No, Forrest. School. Sorry, go ahead. This one coasted through school. Get her in there. She she went. Um, she didn't make it through. Like you know, was or anything, but I'm, I'm sure she scraped by and you know graduated with the, the same guy since, and she's just pissed off because all she, she does is play games. The only thing she's got left that's exciting. She never left the town she's from, and. You know, it's Farmville. Back, back on. And she was Obviously. mad that she couldn't play her Farmville anymore because her Facebook have, was gone. I don't. This have is the one that got her Facebook chicken. canceled. Gotcha. Yeah. Imagine like finding out she was like twenty three. Oh my god! Stop. Well, I she wouldn't be was. surprised. Where? Where is she from, Ashley? Again, sorry. You know. 
Oh, like like Aurelia? No, Aurelia. So you can tell she's obviously that is that's that's actually like a, not a bad twenty three in Aurelia. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what? American American women look older when they're when they're young, and like it's weird because if you if you went back and you watched for some unknown reason like a nineteen eighty eight episode of Geraldo or something, and <laughs> one of their guests that they had was like twenty one, you'd be like that chick's forty easily. Mm-hmm. You like, know what? That's she's totally forty. That's true. You used to see. Pictures pictures of even like kids and they were people almost it was really weird right yeah like like little yeah, girls totally. with old lady hairstyles and really bad, bad 80s yeah. yeah um they yeah. only creepy yeah. white men would you think of making <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna make a very very broad and bold statement about american women when you see pictures is it just me or like do they do they all have like that round pie face thing going on? Like mostly, like it's almost that is so racist, Ryan. I know. <laughs> but I'm gonna wow. go out on a limb and take the cancellation chance and say that like and I'm not saying this to be like I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but they all have this weird no definition from the I think they all wore makeup at a young age, and we only know I the American face that. when it's got a lot of makeup. I think that's I want you all to actually pay attention to a like if you if you see a Caucasian female of American um, descent, whatever that is, um, that like you look at Lauren Boebert, round face. Look at Marjorie Taylor Greene, round face. Like the all American girl has a Lena weird Dunham? round face thing round going face. on. Lena yeah. uh, Lena Dunham wants to know she's funny why Ryan hell. won't be on the Dean Blundell show. For the rest of the week, it's because it's going to be. <laughs> I just canceled myself. No, it's a thing. I, I'm telling you, it's a thing. I, I know it is. And, and if you can't insult white people, I'm sorry, you just can't insult white people, especially Americans. So, no, you can only be racist against white people. It's so much better than that. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, funny? When I found out Portuguese people were white. I was fucking thrilled. I could just. Lay That's why I want Costa to get in here so we can make fun of him. But he's not here. He's just in the comments being a dickhead. He's Portuguese, Tacosta? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, if he ever strays off, we can find him. You just follow the grease trail, and, and oh, you'll end up at a wow. Portuguese Wow. I always say it's just <laughs> Italians. White. It doesn't matter. It's Defend fine. yourself, Tacosta. Get in here. I always just say Portuguese are Italians with better food. That's what oh. Jews are to Italians, and that's from a movie. Or the Sopranos. It? Sopranos. No, I, it's just because they incorporate way, way more fish. You guys have bacala, but that's about it. Salted um, cod. <laughs> I really don't think that you guys need me for this, but I'm for Joe. Oh, okay. I well, like, then fine. Why I don't like you just leave? You don't even show your face, and then you leave. Yeah, well, you're having a lot of fun. Um, and Joe I, doesn't... Is there anybody Joe, else? We can have 10 people on at the same time. So. Oh, my God. Beg on, you're not, folks. What are you doing here? Yeah, you're not, you're not I, taking I up to... a square. It's not fucking... It's... We're not, it's not fucking well, hold on. Hollywood right. squares here. How yeah. do I execute if I just want to get rid of somebody? Like in about six minutes, I'll probably get rid of Joe and get bring someone and else me. in. Should I say goodbye or I'll should leave. I just like like randomly do it? Joe, I'd what say, would you prefer? I'll, I'll, all right. I, I would say how I would run it would be like we're, we're talking to Ashley right now. And this is actually kind of a perfect way to segue it out and be like, 
you know, and what do you think, Joe? And Joe would say that. Well, thanks, Joe. That's that's great. You know what, Joe? Thanks so much for coming. And uh, blah blah blah. I'm blah. glad and we're working would... this out live. You know, yeah, you kick them out, true. right? Because <laughs> yeah. it, it does. It feels awkward to like cut somebody off. It okay. actually felt nice, like cutting rookie off, because I do that all the time when we talk. But um, yeah, it, yeah, it feels good to actually like do it physically. And but my James, wife, you do I have cannot to wait to throw my wife out of this room. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> But James, the it only time I have control. Direct it. Oh yeah, you, yeah, Lindley. Yeah, I just threw your wife out, buddy. <sighs> oh, in, out. Sorry. Stop <laughs> inning and outing my wife, James. That's not very nice. I'm right here. I'm not that kind uh, of a cuck. I live in a small town. <laughs> I'm a lib cuck. I'm not that cuck. All right. Oh look, look at that. I can get rid of James. It's his show, and I got rid of him. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm glad you didn't Just hear what I said now. in that brief moment that I wasn't on air. Like we're gone. <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's uh it's it's it is. It's very awkward to to say goodbye. Yeah. Isn't it? No, not really. Well, if you nice make it people, awkward, I guess. It's nice when people just like goodbye themselves. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want? <laughs> I just wanted somebody to actually say it. I don't want you. No, I, you know what? The voice thing is killing it. me because you know what? I just heard you say to your husband, is, is that what you like? Do you want me to bite? Is that like that's what it sounded like? And all I can see is the voice. And I just feel like, you know, it, it's too, uh, it, it's weird when you know the person. That's what it is. The voice without the face is supposed to be people you don't know, like Joe. <laughs> yeah. We've talked you know? on the phone before. Like, are you okay? It's the same as when we uh, talk on the phone, James. I'm fine. This is not. This is a video podcast. Have you not noticed you're the only one who who is audio? You, have you not you noticed? You wanted this? people to have have the option, and I wanted if they did, didn't want to use their cameras. And this is she wanted to show that way. you can, can do, do this. That. Hold on. Let yeah. me just put on my husband lab coat. Okay. I'm on. also in my. Okay. I think, I think that's James. fair. <laughs> I think I think she fair. also wanted to show that you know you would be able to respond well. If oh, you know what? I'll right. show you. I'll show you why she's embarrassed. No, I'm, I'm going to show you something, baby. I'm going to show it. I'm going to embarrassed, put, baby. I'm going to put the photo in the in the asset. <laughs> no, so Ash, they've seen it. You're going to put the photo oh, in. The I know, but I'm sure. No, Ashley. Uh, Ashley smuggling? went shopping no, today, and she's wearing she's wearing brand new pajamas tonight. And uh, I just have. Is to this her April out. look? Oh no, no. Oh no. No, I spent three, no. three whole dollars on this. April wouldn't do that. <laughs> this didn't come out of a Goodwill dumpster. This came from a store. Um yeah, I, uh vamp for me James cuz this is going to take a second for me to transfer over. Um I'm I'm uh, on your show for a funny picture that I think would be funny and I can't find it and it's really pissing me off. But um it is at Chris Rook's expense and I can't wait to find it. Um Oh. If yeah. you want filler, I can give you a filler. No, I'm trying. You know what? Instead, let's see if the, if go. I can start a new bit where I don't actually deliver the joke. I just say what the joke is and then never deliver it. You know that famous okay. photo you of know, the man you know, who is like Gene used, to, who gave Gene birth used to do the opposite. trans woman? I was going to say we found a photo of Chris putting <laughs> his child gave birth. Gene used to do the opposite. He photo. used to do the, just the punchlines. Remember? How do you think I feel? I have to walk back alone. <laughs> or, or. Uh... <laughs> In ten minutes, when your mom leaves for work, what? <laughs> Not another Dean used to do test. Dean used to do that. This is why Ashley's embarrassed. This is what she's wearing right now. 
Oh, that's hot. What are you talking about? Look at that. Yeah. This is my Shit. watching shirt. Hallmark Christmas movie watching shirt. Oh my god. I have to buy that shirt for my wife. Well, because we were talking about it on the show all week, right? So I wanted to weigh <clears> in so is, bad. So bad. She is hooked on Hallmark Christmas movies. She would absolutely so love my shirt. Um, you know what it I'm is? If often people honest, that like retro. Them. Yes, that's the point. Right. People that like retro, you know, cheesy retro, those people that like cheesy retro and they like it because it's bad. I think that's kind of the thing, right? They, that's where I'm like at. Because, yeah. Like watching Full uh, House. Actually, did you, you hear know? my, did you hear my analysis or like what my actual, uh, my hypothesis on Hallmark is? I don't think so. I want to hear Hallmark it. movies were, were actually invented by the porn industry to give oh, yeah. injured porn actors a place to go and do a return to work program through comp. So if they like broke their dick or they broke, they broke their, their vagina and they couldn't mm-hmm. do the actual sex things anymore. They could still bring that acting. That. They could bring that. Yeah. They didn't sprain their vagina. They could bring that acting skill to the screen still and exercise that muscle. Mm-hmm. And that not, um, so that's how Hallmark movies were born, everybody. I didn't know if everybody. Uh, we t- we, we told the producer that Jenna didn't have to do any bike scenes. No bike yeah. scenes for Jenna, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Not mm-hmm. till the condition clears up. You do realize yeah. that Jenna does Kegels the entire time she's on set. It's a Candida Christmas. Oh my God. Ew. <laughs> oh. Ew. Welcome to Black Vault, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Welcome. I don't know what happened. There, I, my show just totally like jumped the shark. This, you know? No, that's just what Seriously. happens. You have a call-in show. To, yeah, I know. Okay, let's move along the calls. Let's, let's do so, that. Yeah. All right. Uh, in that case, care. it's coming up to nine. I need to get going. We have to. I got another call. I got to go take care of. <laughs> all right. So here's my exit. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. Okay. All right. Do we have another caller or no? I uh, we do actually. Um, and thought. this is actually somebody from the network. Again, from the network, helping out, helping out. Brenton on tour, without his headphones, so he echoes through the own. Am I really echoing? And all I can hear is me. You don't echo when you talk. We talk, we talk, you echo. Puppy. So, Don't, everybody echoes. It's him. He's got no headphones in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Blackball, Brent. How are you? I'm sure he'll be back once he uh, figures out his uh, his tech issues. Okay. But uh, yeah, these are the things we're going to have to deal with. Yes, this is the trial and error episode that will in all likelihood be pulled within moments of, it going. <laughs> of us hitting end stream. How about Brent? Now? There you go, buddy. That's better. You but now you lost the dog. Bring the dog back at the least. The dog will be back. The dog's just, uh, the dog's having a moment. Stand so by. So the dog that you posted today that you asked Elon Musk with no shame somehow to retweet it was your dog? That was my dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Really that's Charlie. Dog. That's Charlie the Wise. I'm like, I'm unverified. Let's see if he's even paying attention because he's uh, tweeting know. out other bullshit. I'm like, let's tweet out a dog and make everyone's day. But <laughs> I tweeted you know? it out with my $8 check mark. I enjoyed that tweet. Thank you very much. And so did Charlie. And then I found out you have a Charlie. So that's very exciting. Uh, that's uh, I, I, uh, I tweeted cocaine bear and some people call cocaine Charlie. 
I heard that that's a great movie. Have you seen Dude, it yet? It looks hilarious. It looks fucking amazing. Um, right? I can Brent. take the echo if I can see the dog. Emil, stand by. I'm grabbing the dog. Yeah, and then I'll be right back. He's actually. Well, you know what I'll do is I'll, we'll do, we'll do this post like this. We'll do. There we'll you do go. The, we'll do the dog. Yeah, he's on location on the floor. Oh, I'm go. on location. We're on location with the dog. Yeah, you're you putting yourself at its level, as that dog trainer guy would say. You're, yeah, you're yeah. Doing I'm putting myself uh, at the, of, what's the level there. Um, Hi, Charlie. Yeah. I'll, let, I'll let him do the talking. Aww. There we go. Boy. Right. Look at this that little this face. Is the, this is the content people are here for. Not what's me. his name? Charlie the Wise. Charlie, that's right. It's another Charlie. We have a Charlie too. That's mm -hmm. right. He's dead. That's hilarious. Look at his little nose. Yeah, he's this a, has been look, look James. Like you've had cute babies, you've had puppies. You are a I Hallmark know. movie yourself. Look at you. Yes. yes. If it's I were Mr. Burns, I would make the most comfortable earmuffs out of that dog. That dog is so gorgeous. <laughs> See my vest. See my uh, vest. James, you had a question, sir. I'm supposed to have a question for you, but go ahead. Call. Oh, did I? Um, I, I don't remember what the question was now because we did all that stuff. Um, but oh, why did you why did you ask you I'm why did you ask Elon Musk to retweet your tweet? You know what? Because he's retweeting a bunch of shit and posting stuff, and I'm like, let's just take a flyer and see if he's just gonna like. He seems to be like paying attention to people that are paying attention to him. That's all I'm saying. Like people are tagging him, and he's like answering everybody. He's yeah. answering everybody. Do you like, think he's you know, also smearing lipstick all over his face and rocking back I absolutely back think while he's getting peed on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I wonder where I that rumor like, came from. <clears throat> but I'm like, listen, man, There's a this is a cute dog in the snow. Why don't you clean up your feet and throw the dog around in the yeah. snow? And, and, that, and was so people? that was so cute. Right? And then why don't we really have like cute. 8 million people make him go viral? And then, you know, he'll have well, a way more... I retweeted him. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate. I put that, him out right? on the uh, the the network Twitter. Um, I think Dean did too. Uh, yeah, anytime a puppy's in the snow, I'm in. Like I'm totally. I, I'll I'll follow people that do that. <laughs> yep. In fact, yeah, I, you know, I'm launching puppy. a new show. I'm launching a new show soon, and this is the show. It's just a picture. Just, it's just sure. like the fireplace just, channel. This is it. <laughs> he's gonna blow us out of the water, James. Yeah, he he's gonna have all the numbers. I know. Can this I produce it, please? Yeah, this is this is the this is everything you need right here, and this is the. Uh, it's true. This is what, where it's at, it, but um, it is true. So you're home. To me, Grove series. That's actually not it's, a bad I'm idea. home. I'm home in one of these rare three-month home moments, and so it's like let's get a dog and figure the shit out. So. Where's the next tour uh, for Breton? Uh, it's on taking tour me in to. It's, it's taking me to the Middle East. And, uh, Middle to East to Middle East and to Africa and to South America. To Can you talk here. about it? Well, I mean, there's a really good chance it's the same act I was with last year, and uh, you know, and so I spent last year with Imagine Dragons. This year we're doing, uh, we were supposed to do South America, but it it uh, got moved to the end of January, February. So that's where where we're going to be. And so we're doing wow. Lola, we're doing Lollapalooza uh, in India, which is pretty cool. First time oh, wow. of it there. And a whole bunch of other, a bunch of other uh, kind of plays over there, including Saudi Arabia and all that stuff. So yeah, that's wild. It's big market, big business now. Over there. Good stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Your your and... your life seems so adventurous. You know what I like about it? When I talked to you before about your job, and I was really impressed at that you were just like, no, you don't like try to make friends with 
any of these famous people and you're there to do a job and sometimes they're really nice but you can't be like the guy that tries too hard now and you kind of know that theoretically but um you you it feels like you believe it and it, it's like you know you, i can't imagine trying to impress you by saying hey brent would you like to come to a show you'd be like oh man I don't care what it is. I've been there and done that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what? I don't necessarily, like, you know, I don't really go to shows on my days off. So it's kind of like, you know, it's fun to go. Why would you? Um, you know, yeah. you, meet, you meet, you know, you meet some bands and stuff. But, but James Have Thompson you ever knew- seen a really dope show with a big giant name in a really small venue? Yeah, I went, I mean, this year, I mean, I've seen tons like that. But uh, this year, actually, I, I, we did Milan. We were doing Italy. And uh, I actually got off the plane and went and actually saw corn in a club that holds about 700 people. Oh, so wow. it's pretty. It was pretty rad. That you is know, really that, cool. How loud was, was that? No, it was. It was deadly. It was really, really great. And those guys are really nice guys. So those are guys I've become friends with, James. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen a really big name play at a campfire with just you? <laughs> I mean, yes. Not just me, but I've seen campfire stuff. Yes. Oh, really? Been camp- we actually set up a campfire backstage at a festival. And had all the bands come by and play acoustically. So there you go. I always thought that that would that be cool. dope. That would be like I, like a tour, like a campfire tour, you know? I've seen, uh, I did a lot of uh, event work and security work for festivals and, and, and things and medical. Like we used to set it up. My brother and I used to work for a company that actually ran shit like that. And we worked for a promoter and we got to see everything. We saw so many cool shows, but the best. What was the promoter's name? Uh, John Baylog. But uh, the best the best show that I have ever seen, and it had nothing to do with that, I was at the Casbah in Hamilton, where Danko play. Jones played in the basement. And it was so fucking loud, but it wasn't distorted. Like, you heard every note, you heard every shred, but it was to the point where I probably shouldn't be able to hear you guys today because it was so loud and, like, just kind of, like, ripped through you. Best show I've ever seen live. I saw, pumpkin, we went, cool. I saw the pumpkins a couple of weeks ago, and they're they're in club mode now. They should be playing clubs now. It, it should really, be eh? in an arena now. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah, that, that many good concerts. I've only been to right. like less than ten concerts. I've been to like a billion like world famous DJ kind yeah. of events or whatever events. Yeah. Yeah, but um, first of all, live hip hop for the most part sucks. Um, yeah. it just try does. touring. Try touring with it. Well, you know what? When class, I had classified on, and when he was telling me, because I was like, why didn't you book any big cities? Because he booked all these like towns and stuff. And he, he actually said to me, he's like, because I've never done a quiet hip-hop show where people are like sitting and listening to the words. And I'm just like, bro, that to me is like so much better than a regular hip-hop show. The mic man might as well be the star. You know, like even Eminem now, I, I can't watch Eminem live even because he'll, he'll like, if he does a song... Like thirty or forty percent of the song is just the mic man, and everyone's oh my just like, God. "Oh, you know, he's tired." Yeah, and same like, thing. Yeah, yeah. It does, yeah. Do the exactly. thing. What he? It's doing? awful. I hate DJ it. Khaled. Actually, you remember seeing that? You remember seeing that the movie Old School? Remember and they bring out Snoop and Snoop's doing the thing, and but then he's got the hype man singing along with him, and Snoop's like, "Yeah, all right." But then it's not the hype guy's like, you know, singing along, and I'm like, "That's every hip hop show ever." Yeah, and you know, there's, there's Flavor Flav, and then every other Mike Man, and that's it. Like that's not, true. That is you know, actually he, a that's a good benchmark. Like he's everything the greatest just hype falls. man of all time. Yep, I agree. And he's shorter than me, so I respect him. 
Um, Someone that thanks. looks up to you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's very rare. Oh, it's Charlie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. James, I want to ask you a political question. About, about Because, you know, you're blackballed. It's a call-in show. It's a mm-hmm. call-in show. We don't have to keep saying that on the call-in show. But yes. Is anybody calling? Is it a call-in scenario? Colin's not call even in? here. Colin's Welcome not even here. Welcome to the show, Brent. What is your question for James on Blackball? Is this Colin's show? I don't know. All right. This is pretty generic. Okay. Pretty generic, but it's mm-hmm. the same question that's happening in the States as up here. Okay. Coming out of COVID, coming out of the thing with the whole divide and the fact that we have three parties, but it's really only two four the other one doesn't really count is anything is there anybody is there a candidate at all that could possibly get this country back together and i'm i'm serious like this is like a serious question because um it was i think somebody who did i just see i just saw a clip on oh it was snoop dog it was snoop dog calling out trump going you know we all went our own way before that guy once that guy came on, you know, once that guy came in and did his thing, we're, we're completely divided now. And Snoop's like, we're never going to be back together. And my question is, who, who do you think or how does that actually – because I'm not really a political guy. So it's tough for me to like, you know, because the way politics are and candidates and like voting for this. And I just vote, you know, my whole mission was to get Tamara Jansen out of our riding and that and we win. And, yeah. and she's and she's out. And that's my whole thing. It's like, who's taking care of my neighborhood? Do I have, you know, salt on the roads and are my kids going to school? And uh, that's all that matters to me. But trying to have a political conversation, especially on tour, is there anybody, both sides, that's actually going to be able to unite either the continent or or our country where people are like, yeah, OK, cool. You know, cause I think no. it's fucked. I think we're screwed. I- I don't Forever. think I don't like you're talking about Canada or the United States. Well, Canada, but you know, Canadians like the ones that are following Pierre Poupou will do whatever's happening in America. So if like like I'm just saying, like if they if there's like a Republican candidate in America that people are like, All right, I kinda you know, like McCain doesn't look so bad now, does he? You know what I mean? Even though he's dead now, but he doesn't look so bad in comparison well, he's to a what's war going on. And stuff like it's you know it's 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 hard. He's a, he's a good on torture, bad on war. You know what I mean? Like he's he's one of those you know guys. But, I do. Um, so my thing, yeah, my thing is kind of like you know, are we going to follow suit? You know, or is there a candidate that's like, well, this guy actually is a great representation of both parties in America, or in Canada, it's like, no, you are all the way here, or you're all the way over there. I just don't see it. I don't in see Can- anybody. In Canada, um, I, I think, because uh, it isn't like Christia Freeland, 
Um, she is just, she's mocked uh, for her voice and the way she dresses. And I know that's not, um, that's obviously sexist, but it does exist. And you're not going to cure them of their ridiculous sexist uh, criticisms. So she's not going to work. Um, I, I think there might be a shot for a guy like Mark Carney because of his economic background. Um, he, he does kind of um, come off to right-wingers as like a little bit too David Suzuki-ish with the environment. Yeah. Um, but he, he, his economic background is better than any living conservative. Um, you know, and he, was, and he has a, a record of successes wherever he goes um, as an economist and a banker. And I know that sounds counterintuitive. Like, yes, let's get a banker to be in charge. That'll be a switch from the way it's always been. But like, it, it there is something about being able to have a candidate that is somewhat of a hybrid. So if he is known for being really good with the economy and really good with the environment, and he can somehow create policy that intertwines those things, I think he could sell it. In now, are country. we talking only... Like, are we only talking federal? Because we could get into the weeds here, right? But I think uh, federal. Like, I think that's probably what Brent meant when, when he yeah. asked. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking federal because because locally it's like you know. No, I'm not. Everyone, I'm not talking about like city council. I'm talking like like any you know, like prominent prominent provincial leaders. Well, even yeah, across the country, like they're talking yeah. like, what's your name's going to go now? Now Kenny's going to try to run again and, and leave Kenny's her. not going to do anything Kenny I just, pulled, Jay, Kenny just, just bailed out plug. yeah so is there anybody across the country he took the you know, Dodge across Ram the country and left the trailer park where people will be like, oh yeah, that guy you know what um even though he's like not liked by any conservative in Alberta I still think that um if there was like a group of five people that I would say could be prime minister in the next 10 years I put Nahid Nenshi on that list Nenshi yeah yeah, I put. Um, I yeah. just think he's likable, and, uh, and you know I what? Know local- he's been pretty. He's been pretty, uh, pretty solidified in the fact that he's uh, he's pretty straight shooting and doesn't take fucking bribes and yeah. Um, he's been he's been vindicated that way. Um, actually, on this show is where it broke uh, was to show that uh, the guy's uh, untouchable when it comes to uh, yeah uh, outside influence, right? So. He literally I, I, said the exact thing you're supposed to say in a situation where someone tries to entrap you into a situation where you do something illegal and went like this. First, you're going to have to go through the proper channels. And when they went through the proper channels, the proper channels said, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like, like that, he's got to he's got to run. He's got to run in Alberta and win. Right. No. And then that gets- he, I, what they would do. So say he joined the liberals. They would yeah. parachute him into some riding federally. That was an easy win. A for safe a safe riding. Yeah. 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 And then he would probably run for leader after Christia Freeland uh, becomes leader and then loses um, the party's reign on. Power. Which is. Which, and OK, so let's take away. Let's take away her voice. Oh, yeah. Let's take away her. Um, like like those those things that we know will disqualify her unfairly. You got to tell me that you at least think she would make a competent leader. I think that we have seen so many like bad leaders in North America that mediocre leaders look fucking amazing now. And I think that she would be. You think she's mediocre? Yeah. I don't think she has the ability to bring people together and unite them. I think she has the ability to galvanize people that are center left who vote liberal or extreme left. I don't think the extreme left even like her because she's, you know, um, she worked like, what was she? She was, uh, listen, I'm not, 
when I say this right now, it's not no. me criticizing her. I'm, I'm no, speaking no. for this the people is, that this do. This is a gen general, yeah, generalization. I like, and I like that red dress that she wears like three times a week. I think it's a dope ass dress. You know, hugs her hips nice. I don't, I don't see what the problem is. And I'm not being dirty. I'm just saying they they don't like her red dress, and I don't really understand why. Who's that? They, last question. Yeah. Before I, okay. I go, Charlie's got. Uh, the last question he's got is, uh, James, when are, and, and I'd like you to tag this and, and, uh, and put this uh, on the, on the internets. Uh, Char Charlie, would Char Charlie would like to know when you and Abby are finally going to start your political argument podcast together. No that shit. That is all. Is that not the best Twitter That's fight you've greatest, ever seen? No, it's constantly? the greatest, the greatest idea for a show ever. And I'm I sure they so would too. both do it. I gotta I, I, go. It would be Thanks, a limited Jess. series. Thanks, Brent. It's going to be a limited series. <laughs> this is it great, would... James. Love the new format of the show. Think, uh, this, is not, this is just one time thing. It's just one time. <laughs> James no, is never is... doing this again because no, now he agrees with this. me that this is a horrible idea. This yeah, I don't think it's idea. that bad. I don't know. The, the audience is going to have to judge. But I think we, get... we need to do We need to do the – I think we definitely need to do the the nighttime what happened during the day show. We need to that's... do some of – you know what? I, you know we have that in the works. Um, there's things coming down the pike. Um, and that's sure. going to be uh, a thing that's uh, definitely uh, to be spoken about later. We'll start. We'll start it down the road. This was a great little intro. Great to see you all. Great to see you too. Awesome man. to see you. Good to see you too, uh, man. Good night, good night Charlie. Charlie. And uh, we'll uh, we'll do this again one day. Yeah, right, for buddy. sure. Rock Peace on. Man. See you, pal. See you guys. Thanks, man. Rad dude. That's what he is. He's a rad dude. I just remove guests. I don't just put them in the green room because it's I, just I, remove I guests. Yeah, I do. I just whenever I want a guest to go, like when I'm like, thank you for coming on Black, but I really appreciate it. And like, no yeah. problem. I don't put them in the green room because then they stare at you when you're doing your outro. I just remove them altogether. I, I kind of like that a little bit because then you get to blow a bit of sunshine up their ass before they leave. So they come back and they feel good about yeah. like even if you've just taken 45 minutes and shredded them to pieces, and then you can say, it was really great having them on and then they come back. So, yeah, I don't, I don't do, maybe I don't do enough shredding. I watched the, I don't never watch my podcast anymore, but I watched the one I did with um, Christine Anderson. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a part of me that like, and I argued with myself for ages about that interview. I was like, should I have been a little bit more like this? Or And um, no. yeah, I don't no, you handled I don't, yourself very well. I just, I didn't handle myself well in your comment section. I know I, I got mad for. at you for that a little bit. I know you did. I saw I I believe me, I went back and watched the end of the show. Yeah. I know that's exactly I know exactly who you were talking about. Well, and it yeah. was me. And and you know what? You were absolutely correct. Um I got over I it was very there, quickly. Very like super I, quickly. I, I know. But if I was there as a uh if I was there as a member um or, or as a co host, absolutely that would have been totally fucking I was there as a viewer and I was expressing myself as a viewer. So your criticism of me was very valid and justified as, but I want you to remember that I was there as a viewer and I took the criticism as the viewer and it's fine. We will we'll yeah, agree to disagree. You're going to have right? to change your name to like, I should, I really, I should, you know, I get it. And I, I, I am bad for that. Sometimes you're right. I should, uh, I shouldn't come on with my real name when I want to be a dickhead. <laughs> you're probably the only one that could do that and me not be like like i i was like you know you didn't have to do that at the end you know i love you i, I know no i get it but, no but if no, it was I dean totally, i would have been like 
seriously, what the fuck, dude? Yep. Like, I, oh, I know, I know, I, mean, I know. Who if it was locked, I'd be like, what? You're still fucking going on about stuff? If it was anybody, but with you, I, I was just of, like, hmm. I thought I, about it afterwards too, and you and 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 I thought about your your position. I thought he's right. I shouldn't have said it under my own name. I should have went under as a different name. <laughs> You're right. Hey, fuck, fuck you, Cheese Boy sixty nine. <laughs> That's right. Fuck you. I'll do my own show. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I totally agree, and uh, I think um, where we were going with with the original um, idea of of the what you were saying was you. I know you don't watch your own show, but you do mm. a fucking fantastic. I, like we don't get. I I don't think we as and I'm I'm speaking as the audience. We don't give you enough credit for your ability and your level of patience because i know and i do know where you stand um when it like we've had talks offline we've talked we've talked many times offline about things and i know i know where you are in your own personal beliefs but when you when this show goes live you um you have this very fucking awesome ability to put that aside and not let it bubble over when you're talking to people that can be saying some pretty fucking atrocious things and you let them you you're the one you're the rope provider you provide the rope and you let them hang themselves on the and and it's and it's exactly what needs to happen mm. and as the audience the audience i think looks at it in a different view and says oh i can't believe you're platforming and i hate that word platforming because and i'm guilty of accusing it as well there's certain instances where a platform, especially with Christine Anderson, Christine Anderson, I'm I'm sorry, everybody that's watching already has a platform. It doesn't matter if James interviews Christine Anderson. If it doesn't matter if Don Lemon from CNN interviews, doesn't matter if fucking uh, uh, Rupert Murdoch gives her a show on Fox. Mm. She has a platform already. So when James has her on a platform like this and gives her that rope, let it happen let them hang themselves on the show if that's the way you think don't don't criticize or 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 blame the host of the show who's not showing any bias whatsoever that's what you want in the host of the show that's actually asking the questions and you have an uncanny fucking weird switch that i wish i fucking possessed to make that happen because that's tell you exactly what what's going to propel that's going to that's that's what's going to propel you into the stratosphere when it comes to, to 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 digital content and and it's it's your ability to put aside your personal feelings and let let people just just go and just ask the ask a, a, an everyday question what colors the sky what colors the grass and when they tell you the sky is green and the grass is blue you're like okay um so why uh well, you know what it is. Like I used to uh, think that exact phrase in my head. Um, just give him enough rope. Just give Max Bergner enough rope. You're I right. stopped looking at it like that. It's still exactly that in a sense. But I find that if I start thinking in terms of giving them enough rope, that that type of cynical expectation will shine through a little bit. And I don't want that to happen. I want people to just be like, he's just asking simple questions. Yep. She's giving her answer. I do have a point where I would be like, all right sparky yeah there is there is yeah no i've seen i've seen you stop i've seen you stop uh like a misinformation campaign you do that which is and you do it very well and you don't do it with with a with a a shotgun 
you do it with um like a milk and cookies hey come over here for a second yeah. why are you saying that you know it's it's actually it's an art it's a, it's a real art and you're a fucking you're an absolute magician when it comes to it and i i don't give you enough credit for that oh i appreciate that i i, yeah. I don't know um I, honestly i know it sounds stupid and kind of like a non non kind of answer or non-comment i'm you know like like uh like the like what's his face in uh bull durham don't think meat just throw i i honestly like that is the the i i the struggle great, i guess because it, before great. it was like well great now i'm thinking about not thinking of anything i know and now it's like the show <laughs> starts i i get through the intro because i don't write down the intro i just like wing it right yeah i get through the intro and then uh, for a moment i'll have the thought don't think and next thing you know, 48 minutes has gone by. And I'm like, I didn't think for 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to black out. And that's why you should. Every once in a while, James, I think you deserve to watch your own show. And it sounds funny to say that, but I think you deserve to actually sit and watch it. Because you The should, production you value should... just sucks. I have better tastes, right? Like yeah, the audio is you... always a little shitty. You know, you give yourself, you, you fuck yourself over with these criticisms. I think you should give yourself just a little bit of credit. At least allow that. Because you do a really fucking good job here. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I just don't think. I, but I do appreciate that. I, I, I want to have conversations with people. I don't want to ask questions. No. You know? Like, I don't know even half the shit Christine Anderson said, but I know a bunch. I know I told her at the end that I disagreed with 90% of what you just said. And she <laughs> still agreed to come back, right? Like, yeah. why do I have to then also be like, don't you think that your views are damaging to the social fabric? Like, I don't want to be that guy. Like, no, because... No, because we know that everybody and, and, and if you're watching a show, if you're if you're coming to a, a, a live YouTube uh, podcast to um, especially in something like that, something that we've known, we know who she, we, we know who she is. We know she, where she stands. We know what her party is about. Same with Maxime Bernier. When you have Maxime on here, it's you're here to watch the fireworks. You're here. And, and if you're getting yourself wrapped up in you're going to be the one with your youtube comment to change his mind i'm sorry i have really bad news for you um you're not because they they're not reading the comments they're reading a poll they're reading donation lists they're reading their base and you're not mm -hmm. their base and they don't care they really don't care what you say but what they're doing is, is they're actually putting it out in a public forum for everybody else to see. Yeah. And that's why you it, get guys like Maxime Bernier who end up with four to 8% of a vote. Well, and, and no you seats. know what? And, and the spin that he has on that number is actually a legitimate point, which is that it took him like four years to gain 5% of the vote. It took the Greens like 24 years. Yeah. You know, so like it's that's what I find interesting about. It. I want to know like why Maxime Bernier thinks I, and I feel like one day I'm going to get him to like quietly be like, look, if 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 six percent of the population happen to be racist and they happen to vote, of course I want them to vote for me. But that doesn't mean I'm going to institute racist policies. And I'd be like, but what it does mean is that you hit him with kid gloves because you want their vote. Like you know, he I will. want to have that conversation eventually. He will say it. Yeah, they all will say it. There's no way. Like there's no way you can crack at an egg and and not see a fault that long and not get frustrated with it 
with the, the the fact that your hammer isn't working the way you thought it was going to work. You know what I mean? So I hate when that my hand. Oh, never mind. No. <laughs> I, I'm disciplined now too. I'm disciplined. They know what I meant, but I'm still yeah. So I I just I I hope I hope that uh, I hope that the audience realizes what we what we're about here and what we do here. What James is doing here is fantastic. It's yeoman's work when it comes to everything else that we're 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 doing, especially when it comes to that discourse. You're the yeah. only, you're the only person, you're the only moderator. I, if I was ever at, just thinking, you know, weirdly, if I was ever to actually become a, a politician and they said, you guys got to pick moderator. James D. Fiore is the moderator of this fucking debate. Why? <laughs> because know. of my stellar track record with the Chris Sky uh, debate? debate? Well, we know how that went. Yeah. I left. But- to go smoke. That's how I seriously yeah. I took my moderator gig. You know, you yeah. know what I mean though? Like it's it's you you have a very you have a very uh unique way of hitting that center switch and it's very it's very very compelling. If you let it be compelling, if you let it just be you're here for the interest of getting inside the mind of somebody who thinks differently than you. And yeah, James I, I has a very that. good way of laying that out like a charcuterie board for you to pick at and sample mm. and have a good time. It's I wanted I, um, I, I, I appreciate what you do here. That's, that's I appreciate all I, I appreciate that. Um because I, I do strive for kind of what you said, like almost exactly what you said. I feel like I have a ways to go, but I feel like that's the goal. And I feel like I want people to feel like I treated Sherry DeNovo and Christine Anderson with the same amount of respect. So, and and the same the the exact same um approach and that that's the whole thing you you approach them with in, you were inquisitive you're inquisitive let's have a chat i was this and close it, to saying to christine anderson is it okay that i tell you that you look a little bit like Gislaine maxwell i was like, just that, gonna say and and that that's also okay and like oh, she's a heinous person obviously what she did but you know the elegant but short hair kind of you know, I'm actually shocked that you didn't because that's that's what I love. I love about uh, again, it's a obviously it's a double-edged sword and it's a backhanded compliment when I give them. I love how you do things like that. Like when you had Andy Lee on and talked about her legs and you had, Well, her knees uh, were right in a spot Chelsea Hillier. And I was on. like it looked like she had boobs with no nipples. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's what it looked like. I had I a know. Rorschach moment where I'm like, look at those nippleless boobs, their kneecaps. What the fuck? That's so I strange. know. I know, but when we when 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 you have people that actually look at you as that guy uh, that that provides that sort of content and then you say things like that, it's absolutely out of left field when it comes to you. You know what I mean? Like, even I though people so. people that know you, it's like, it's totally what something James would say. It's fucking hilarious. That's exactly I, what he would say. But I, there's show James and there's on the phone James. <laughs> and sometimes on the phone James shows up in show James. And, it's, yeah. and, and that's my favorite. Like, I fucking, I buckle over when you fucking falter and you cross over back into that persona it's my favorite <laughs> oh that's weird because i i literally try not to do that do you remember that time on the dean blundell show where they played a dean played a clip of like some eastern european woman saying like of course if you go out with me you have to pay for dinner and whatever and when the when the clip ended i was like you know that woman should be grateful considering she probably arrived to this country in a crate with holes drilled at the top so she could fucking breathe why is she so anti like and I know it's like, and I, I look back at that moment and, um, and I'm like, 
I wouldn't say that today, except for obviously right no. this very second. But like, I wouldn't try In to make context, people laugh with that sense. joke. But it is a funny joke, and that's the it's thing. A funny joke like, if we're in private chat with like bunch of guys that would never I, say yeah. that shit in public. I don't I even guess. know what I meant. I, I, I honestly don't even know what I meant. I said something today. It's, it's funny. funny. I actually said something. I can't. I don't even remember what it was, and I remember saying it on the show, and in my head thinking, "Oh shit, you shouldn't have said that." Or maybe it was yesterday. Marianne pulls a lot of bad things out of us because when marianne's on it's almost like a license if you it gives you that we i feel like i have always told her and we've had this chat it feels like four or three older brothers with a younger sister in the room when marianne's on she's fucking awesome so she's one of my favorite people i think marianne is like star quality kind of person like if i think so and also she should get her microphone sponsored by lexington steel but (laughs) it pisses me off whenever (laughs) dean says peter north i'm like dude it's, it's no, he was pain. the beer can. What's that? He was thick, but he wasn't long, right? He wasn't. The he right could touch color. both sides at once, but he couldn't hit bottom. The aesthetics do not look like Peter. Anyways, no. I but you're right, and I think so. So I said something, and I'm with you. I said something, and I can't remember what the fuck it was now, because I say a lot of shitty things every day, even off here. <laughs> um, but I said something, and it was, and I thought, was that too much? Should I not have said? that but i know it wasn't in like bad taste or bad form but it was like an observation that was true and it was we got to be so careful now but do we have to be so careful now i i do do. because if i don't if i put my if i'm like you know what fuck it i'm not gonna have a filter i would be fired in like a week i would you know yeah i need my filter now and i constructed it from scratch and it's only like less than a year old you know like when i left uh uh, dean's show um i immediately was positive about it because i was like gonna put all my fucking energy into blackballed and it's gonna and and i had the best crash course ever like i never broadcast a day in my life and i my very first show is the being like a co-host or whatever you want to call it with dean for what 150 episodes you know it was great with one of the greatest I love watching radio those. I DJs love watching those. of all time. I hate watching them, actually, I to tell you them. the truth. I have no beard. I look like, I'm like, oh, look, I saw your James first must have episode. aged like kids do in soap operas because that guy is like 12. I and saw now your I'm first, like, whatever this is, you know. I saw your first, uh, your first appearance. I actually looked it up not that long ago because I was doing it, some work network stuff. Is it on film? Stuff, and it was, it was so funny. You were in like a weird bedroom and uh, you and, and Dean brought you on, and it was so awkward. Even not just you, but him as well. It was. Uh, was, it, was it just audio? Was it back in those days? No, I, no, mm. no, no. It was. It was the. It was. I was talking about the YouTube stuff, right? So oh, okay. that that made me laugh, and, and then I thought, and I'm laughing about it to myself while I was doing whatever. And I thought, you piece of shit, go look in your first time on the show. So I did. I went back and looked at that, and I went, "All right, don't make fun of him." <laughs> I didn't. I haven't looked at bad. yours. Apparently, Mine's I treated everyone like shit the first time they were on the show. Yeah, you're you you're you're a bit of you were a bit of a cunt back in uh, in the day. Just saying. Um, I'll yeah. use the hard C because uh, uh, you you were uh, something else. I, I was a cunt, but I didn't hate you. I just was like, <laughs> no, I enjoyed being a cunt. You know, and that was and and that's where it's funny. We're all trying to find that 
that line, right? Like we're all here to, it's a show. We're trying to put on a show. We're putting on a show for people. That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. And part of that includes very horrible things sometimes. And it makes it, it makes it funny. It makes it enjoyable. Like when we make fun of Lachlan or we make fun of each other, it's, it's part of the banter, but holy shit. Like when the noobs showed up like me, and you tried to like foray into the they're they're busting balls on a pro level and i'm new and i'm like i'm gonna throw a jab in here and say something absolutely fucking horrible thankfully the pros and the seasoned people know that's what happens at first and they just let it go because <laughs> if not i wouldn't i don't feel like they here. ever let it go for me i feel like they, they were like you know because i was always pretty like like biting and it was the, it was so cringy at first because like I wouldn't I would like um, go from like nailing a, a one liner, but then I'd go to the well too often and it would fall flat. I'd say sixty six. My beardless little fucking dumbass face is just sitting there like you could tell I'm getting a little annoyed because no one's laughing at the joke. Like sixty six point six percent of us let it go. Yeah, Thirty three and a third might not have. Dude, I'm not even the same human being. I can't even imagine getting mad on a podcast anymore. And I was the guy that lost his temper and told Lachlan to go fuck himself like more than once, I think, on the podcast. And and I honestly don't recognize that guy. I, I, I would never get mad ever again. If Lachlan was like, listen, I honestly don't value as a human being and I'm being serious, I would be like, well, fucking bless your heart for being honest. It's like, like <laughs> sure. you know, like, yeah. and, and, but it wouldn't bother. It wasn't passive aggressive. It would just be like, you know, OK, like, what's the point, you know? like yeah of getting angry at people you know you just and and a lot of people and and this again how this and i hate giving it up but this is how the sausage is made you have to understand what lachlan is on the show and it's funny how it's him it's his analogy that actually i'll use to tell you because i've learned a lot like i learned a lot from dean obviously but Lachlan is my Lachlan's my go-to when it comes to content stuff and we talk about like when I was talking about the touching the audience thing earlier that comes from him like we talked about that um in in depth at one point and Lachlan has a theory has he ever told you the the dick yeah the door was the deer and the doe I was the deer or yeah the dick the dork and the deer yeah and you got you you need to have a dick you need to have a dork and you need to have a deer and now i'm the deer apparently yeah i i I liked that conversation when lachlan told me about that um but i grew to disagree with it because i think think so i do because um it is difficult to um when you're not a guy who's been on the radio for two decades to not like accidentally once in a while try to be the deer even subconsciously because you know the deer box is there for you and it's like and that's the way my mind worked anyways so it it kind of so you sat in it then like you didn't just Uh, let it happen a little bit like dude you know what it was like sometimes it was like I think the tone that that person just used with me was like 29% of the tone that they use with Bonzi when they're making fun of them. And I don't fucking like that. Like I would okay. have those kind of thoughts. So you, you know? Yeah. You, you overanalyze the analogy. I get mm. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it sticks in your head and you're right. And you will, you'll start to act towards that. Right. I just notice it happens naturally with us where I will have, like I'll have something fucking fire to fucking shoot back to be the dick. Mm-hmm. Or I will have a really funny thing I could say to be the dork. 
and I'll hold it back and say the here's the factual thing or and I'll try and make it witty to make it a little funny to make me somewhat relatable. So I get that. I get where you're kind of conscious of it, but I think you do fall into a place in a show like that. I think I think there is a there's like if you listen to the, like Lachlan's show on the radio, he's a totally different guy. It's hilarious to listen to the to the the juxtaposition of him on the podcast to the radio. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, it totally. You know? is. I I actually think that like 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 you know totally one hundred percent serious here. When yeah. we have shows that require the most um, curiosity from a journalism from a journalism perspective, yeah, he nails it over everyone. Like I when agree. We ha- when we had David Wallace on the show the first time, and as Lachlan would put it, fire hosing us with one scandal after another, he yeah. was right to be asking the exact questions. I don't remember what they were, but the exact questions that he asked, he was like, because every time he would ask, I'd be like, well, there goes the question I was going to ask, because mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to know too. Um, yeah. And I noticed that with him, um, with the convoy stuff, when you guys talk about that, um, I, I noticed I agree with him. Mostly because I said the same shit and I, I, like a year and a half ago. Like, and I'm not saying he did anything. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm saying we're on the same page. I think maybe you right? soaked like, in a bit. No, I think I don't, Lachlan and I probably have more in common politically than you and uh, I. I agree. Dean. That, yeah. No, no, I, I think Dean and I are more aligned, and you and Lachlan are actually more aligned. To tell you the truth. Oh yeah. When it comes politically. Oh, yeah. for sure. Because I don't think that every convoy person that went to the protest is a fucking piece of shit, right? Like, I, I, I just don't. I, I think I they're think, all dumb. I think every one of them is dumb. I just don't think they're all a piece of shit. I don't think every one of them is People can be dumb, dumb and nice at the same time. So. I know, like, progressives or apathetic moderates, if they were to choose, that were there for, like, two days. They yeah. didn't sleep there, but they were there until, like, midnight from, like, you know, noon to midnight, let's just say. Yeah. And, and they were, like... We didn't see any violence. We didn't see any fucking like, you know, uh, crazy looting or vandalism. And they are right about that. The thing that made the truckers really awful was the trucks. If the trucks were not there and it was just the people and maybe tents or some shit like that, it probably would have been a a little bit more violent. But like it it would have been like, what would you hang your hat on at, at that point then when the trucks are gone? Yeah. And I think people don't like the thing that they stood for so much that they can taste it. And then everything they look at is through that lens. And so everything becomes like a horrible thing to do. But if you took them and changed them to Black Lives Matter protest and kept every single thing that they did the same, the media would be calling it a grand success because it was a peaceful protest. Uh, they would. Uh, it, it was the trucks and the honking uh, that made it what it was, uh, you know? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree on that, and we and we always will because I think I think you're right on one thing, and I think that is if we would have taken the attention from the expected violence out of the protest, but we actually, well, fo- right there, we actually focused expected violence. What do you no, mean? No, I said if we took the attention away from that, if we actually if the media wouldn't have said, oh well, this could turn violent. This could be bad. This could be, could be, could be. And they actually just kind of focused on what was happening to Ottawa's local economy. What was happening to Ottawa's local residents? What was happening to Ottawa? What was actually happening rather than pontificating what could happen? I think the 
fence sitters might have actually sided a bit more with the residents of Ottawa and the people that said, this is a bunch of bullshit, clear them the fuck out. Hmm. How are they still allowing this to be a thing? Who cares about the, and I'm going to say it, who cares about the trucks? Who cares about the honking? I wasn't there and, and I get it. It, it. it was probably fucking horrible, but I'm talking about what the attention to the actual problem. And if you would have kept your fucking eyes off the honking and onto the actual issue, yeah, that would have probably won a lot more of this country over because they all would have went, who gives a shit about the honk? Because that's what most people are like, oh, it's honking trucks. Yeah, you're not in it. Yeah. Um, so you don't give a fuck. Uh, so yeah, let's look at the actual actual problems of of services being fucking denied to fucking Ottawa residents to 911 uh, operators being flooded with fucking bullshit calls, to ambulances not being able to get to places, to... But, like, but that is the literally the trucks. City buses, to to businesses not being able to open for three fucking weeks and, and having to rely on now bailouts that are costing us in the billions of dollars in tax money to actually fucking make them whole again. If we all just kind of looked at those instead of the honking trucks and the stupid asshole that's out there with a big fuck Trudeau flag and a fucking stupid face paint and, and whatever, maybe we, we, and I'm looking at it from more of a, a, a reserved, uh, hoping for an educated, uh, subdued response where everybody could have went and went, Oh fuck. Yeah, this is bad. We should really fucking shut this down or move it. At least move it, move it to somewhere where it's not impeding on, uh, on on Mike's convenience on the corner um, that's trying to sell cigarettes and fucking lottery tickets and yeah. Cadillac Fairview that lost literally a million dollars a day in and and that's the capitalist revenue. Not talking mm. about all the jobs, the people that have fucking jobs that work in retail that are already fucking scraping by in this economy before COVID. During COVID, COVID, they lifted the lockdowns. You can come back to your job at the mall that gets paid shitty and you can barely fucking afford your shit. Oh, um, stay home for another three weeks because these fuck wads are out here closing everything. So if we looked at that shit and not the horn honking and not the uh, grandstanding and the, the sensationalized fucking um, block, it, whatever the fuck, yeah, like, I don't even know what you call like the, it. Like the not the Nazi thing, I, I, I'm like, again, since I never think I have to pick that side or that side, I, I never think that. I, so to me, um, the honking and the trucks being there, period, were, were the crux of every single problem because it, that was what people complained about. Um, and it, it didn't feel like a march anymore, it felt like an occupation. So that, that to me, right. was really awful. And that could have happened with that could have happened with a, a Toyota Corolla and a tent and a hot tub. And right. trucks or no trucks, you know what I mean? Right. It was, but the it was hot that tub focus, guy, hyper focus, the hot That's tub hyper guy, focus. and the guy waving the Nazi flag. <laughs> I don't have to say are on the same team. No. And I, I, you know what? I would like technology to to do us all a favor. So say we have like a protest at Dundas Square or something in Toronto, and it's like a right wing protest. I want to put drones in the sky and then have guys walking around, and whenever they see a guy holding a Nazi flag, they tag them. Uh, without them knowing and so that we can decide out of the 10,000 people in Dundas Square three people have Nazi flags it's not a Nazi rally it's still problematic but let's not yeah. blow it out of proportion and call all these people fucking Nazis like I, I wish for that I agree. sort of accuracy you know like I, I agree and and I get where they were coming from it was like how do you cover and think about it from a media perspective because you've been there how do you cover that that 
that flag waving um, or, or those flags being there without grandstanding it in the media? Well, there's How another motivation you? for the grandstanding. Um, I heard this from two reporters and it's that he's like, dude, how do you think it felt when you're holding a camera and your reporter is holding a mic that says CTV or CBC or global? He's like, all we did was get sworn at and called names basically the entire time we were there. And so he's like, yeah. So the footage that people saw in the news was filtered through animosity of the actual crew and reporter who were being verbally abused the entire time they were there. Cause they were the lamestream media, right? Like, so that's, and that's it. So the other side of that coin, and I agree, I totally agree. Like those guys are getting spit on. Like, look, what was it? Uh, McEachern got fucking spit on, on live TV and shoved and pushed and whatever. And yes, they're putting themselves in that position to get the story. And I get that. That's fine. But then on the other the other side of the coin, where they try to deny all the wrongdoings and the, the problems that were happening from their own live streams, their own phones, the actual convoy people, Facebook live streaming, their own things. And then so so but it's like, okay, okay, let's not, let's not look at let's not look at um uh, uh ctv or cbc or whoever is there global throw them all out let's just watch your phone let's watch what you recorded on your phone and yeah. now you're going to tell me that's fake news because i'm telling i'm reporting back to you now i'm actually commentating on what you have filmed which is what karima did mm-hmm and now we're but she was news. Cal- but and, she was and- calm. She wasn't screaming at people. That's like I, I, mean. I know people hate it when I make this example, but it actually proves my point, which is that it's not how they protested, it's what they were protesting. Yeah. Because we all thought that when um Floyd, George Floyd got murdered by that cop, that there should obviously be protests. But the media went out of its way to say they were largely peaceful protests when buildings were literally on fire in the background and, and like, you know, blocks were destroyed. Imagine if blocks of Ottawa were destroyed. It's not about how they protested. It's about what they were protesting. It, it really is. Like, it, there's no way you get I think to get it was about. That. You're I right. I, I agree. I agree on that point. Absolutely. But those protests, the George Floyd protests, didn't last continually in one space for three weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he, any of them did not. Do you remember though? Like for, there was a pocket oh, absolutely for two or three days. Absolutely, no, yep. for like a month. No, for, like, not California. not for. They, they did not shut down a city block for or, or three city like major city blocks for a month. They That's did exactly not. what they did in Portland. Exactly what they did, and it was for like I think like two weeks. A lawless. Okay, land so two. Blood. Okay, so two weeks. All right, so let's look at let's look at this now. Let's. But look people at were the, killed, dude. And and I'm not saying and I'm not saying I'm not saying that that is a justifiable thing to do, at all. One no. like 100. percent Okay. So so if we're gonna if we're gonna compare these things, we also have to look at the fact of okay. So let's bring it right back to the origin of the complaint. Uh, the George Floyd thing. Right. Oh, so George Floyd. George and, Floyd sparked off and, the Black and, Lives and, Matter protests, and, which sprung and, off other protests. I would say, and and John can't work at um, Montana's because they want a vaccine um, in a private business. That's exactly that's my point. Trudeau's fault. That's so, exactly my point. So, so, so exactly pushing the envelope depends on how righteous your cause is. I would say. And do do you th- do you not think that is a uh, at least somewhat considerable? 
at this no, point? No, I don't. And I'll tell at you all? What, not really. I think that um, if you have a point to make, you've already like um, traversed half the battlefield. And now what you need to do is, is, is try your best to like bring awareness to it. Um, I think that when we start excusing anger that um, manifests in violence, that we're actually not even doing the person who committed violence a favor. Okay. You know, like you ever have that friend that, um, that no matter how bad you fuck up, he's, he's just like, he supports you. That's not really a friend. A friend is going to take enabler. your side and be like, you're being a fucking moron. Yeah. And I don't know if I can hang with you if you're going to continue to be a moron like this. That's yep. your buddy for life. Right. That's and, a real friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the, um, dude, it was surreal. And because crazy right wingers make this point, everyone on the left is like, well, then it can't be a good point. But when CNN reporters are sitting there like this and there's literally blocks, city blocks on fire in the back and they use words like, you know, it's a largely peaceful protest. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there is a little bit of carnage, uh, but, but you know, like it's largely peaceful. Dude, yeah. and well, then that's, you a, go media, to that's a media swing, though. That's a media yeah. swing. I'm just talking about the actual origin of a protest, the origin of the, where it sparks, where it sparks from. And I think there should be a bit of, there should be a bit of credibility to your cause. And if yeah, there's but, not, then you should be shut. Like it should literally be shut down. And and I, I'm sorry. I, I, yes, we have the right to protest whatever the fuck we want in this country. You're absolutely right. But the minute that it impedes on everybody else's rights freedoms and and uh, enjoyment of this great country we live in that's a problem it is a problem i i i think that remember we used to talk about how the grifters are the main problem because yeah. it, it's hard to like and this is going to sound like a really asshole thing to say mostly because it absolutely is but i you know i can't help but obviously feel like the aprils of the world don't really have the capacity to to, to do research and to do all that, I think You're we right. would benefit from a series of, and let's not call them debates, but let's just call them like conversations or something. Okay. Um, you know how like the, the the really far left are like, debates are a product of white supremacy. I totally thought they were out to lunch every time I heard them say that. But you know what it is? They're actually right. The way that typical debates are formatted with the resolution states, da, 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 that shit does seem elitist to me. It, it seems ridiculous to me. But just having two guys to to talk about mRNA vaccinations, and 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 just and then have people at, like sitting in front of them that are fact finders based on what they're talking about, so we can real time check facts and all this. I think we need to do that and spoon feed people the truth about certain things. I really well, do. I think I think we've never tried that, and we always think of debates as arguing instead of actually talking about stuff. Like a conversation, yeah. Like, and, and you're right. And this is where that extreme thing comes in. And people don't realize they get caught up, especially spectators. The spectators of this life get caught up in focusing on what's happening on the extreme sides of both, like the mm. left and the right. Right. So, I'm guilty of that. Uh, so am I. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're totally, dude, it's a click farm when we do shit like this. Like, yeah. This is what we do. Right. So. I just Dude, I I love that shit so much that my guest tomorrow is a woman by the name of Elan Buzetti, um, who wrote a big essay in a book about uh, left extremists and right extremists recently, and she can barely even speak English. But I love yeah. that topic so much that I'm just having her on anyways. <laughs> I, love yeah. I love it. I love it. And you know what? It, it'll be it, it'll be a great topic. And again, it's just it's a con. We can still have conversations. They were a thing before 2019. Now all of a sudden. 
we can't have conversations anymore. And that's, that's a problem. And, and why we lost that ability to have it. And I, social media is a big problem. Comment sections. I swear to God, social media is great. If we just got rid of the comments, it'd be fantastic. We'd have a great time. We could show our pictures of our dogs. We could show our pictures of our food. We could show our pictures. of. I don't uh, allow comments on my site. I on Black uh, media. I don't allow. I just. I actually away. limited uh, uh, the the Dean Lundell Network uh, YouTube a month ago um, for posts. Mm-hmm. Like live comments are different, but um, posts like once it posts, uh, those comments are now very heavily either moderated or they're declined because it's not productive. It's just not when you're not like when you and I are having this conversation and people like people are in the side like I, like every once in a while I'll glance over and see like people are talking. Once this is done, those the people that talk t- like two weeks down the road, they don't matter. They, they you, they're not part of the conversation anymore. We might be able to pull in, like, hey, uh, Barry Cook has a great point. I'm going to put his comments up, and we'll talk about it. And then that way, it's part of the conversation. You're part of now. You're now part of the the environment and the the environment that that is of hopefully in goodwill for a conversation to get something fruitful and positive at least even if it's a, 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 an opposing opinion we can at least learn from it but we two weeks from now careful. when somebody says yeah. when well in two weeks from now when somebody comments and says lindley's a fucking liberal piece of shit cuck piece of shit blah 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 dean fucking pedophile fucking homophobic blah 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 it's not productive it's not it doesn't do anything to to move the conversation forward and it just fuels that blindness we're like we're we're in tune to it because we do it like this is what we do for like this is what we do Mm. they're not like the 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 general viewer is not that person they're just there to like bang out i'm gonna vomit this comment out positive or negative because the positive ones make me actually more i hate i'm the worst person to take a compliment i can't i'll talk about me dean said it the other day perfectly I'll say nice things about me. Don't you fucking say something nice about me. I can't deal with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'll do that. <laughs> and it's true. So uh, and it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't serve a purpose. Like, and, and then they just fight amongst each other in the comments and I'll come back to go and like do some like maintenance on the channel and see there's 750 new comments. And I look and I'm like, they're just fighting with each other over shit. We said it was me and, it was me and you talking, or it was me and Lachlan talking. Why are you guys fighting about what we were talking about? I can we're always tell. You... I can always tell when you've had enough. <laughs> You're like, because like, I remember I that during that one thread about whether or not uh, Matt Walsh was a <laughs> was a pedophile. I literally oh, yeah. like, before, and I told Dean this on the phone later. I was like, you know, I did have a brief moment before I hit send where I was like, is this going to cause something? And then the guy over here was in my head was just like. Did you mean anything by it? No. <laughs> Will he take it that way? Well, he might, but I didn't mean anything by it. So that should trump whatever he thinks, right? And then I hit send, <laughs> and you were like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> I gotta go. And then you said, "I gotta this. get you went, out." You went of like this. this respectfully. Maybe you need to go play outside or something like that. I was, just like, <laughs> I was trying to find a way. I forgot about the t- go out to touch grass. Touch grass is my new favorite one. Go outside, touch grass, smell the air. You know, oh, I know time. what it was. I was like, um, and I did this to be sort of ridiculous, a little bit. I was like, um, actually, um, pedophilia is the attraction to prepubescent children, while hebophilia is an attraction to teenage. Uh, Are you reading this? Do you have no? This, like, I knew. I just knew that, right? Uh, my buddy, you, I no, know you. My buddy, like, you got I'm, all I'm the talk- receipts. 
no, because my buddy who I don't talk to anymore, like was proud when he told me he's living in Mexico. And he's like, yeah, you know, his parents gave me permission to like marry their daughter. And I was like, well, how old is she? It's like, eh, she turned 16 about a month ago. And I was just like, Jesus, the fuck. Why are you admitting this to me? Well, man, <laughs> they just do it differently down here. I'm like, they pimp their children to people like you. Like, Jesus Christ. I, first of all, you're a former rave promoter. Second of all, and I hate that I know this, your penis is like 10 inches long because I went to rave after parties. Do you get polluting this poor child? Like, and so, so anyways, I looked it up because I, I was like, what do you call a guy like so that? So like successful chinchilla farm they traded for it? Oh, or like God, what happened? I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like, I was just like, this is gross. Like, it is so gross. yeah, hepophilia is when you're attracted to. And I, that's why I, I've I, always been like lucky. No one could ever accuse me of trying to like get with a young girl because if you don't have wrinkles and baggage that are on wheels and yeah. know what mash is, I probably don't want to sleep with you. You know, like you know what mashes. <laughs> do 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 do. Yeah, no, I I I. I'm gonna interview Alan Alda because suicide is painless. That was the name of that song, by the way. Oh, was it? Yeah, the actual name of the Mash theme song was "Suicide Is Painless." Um, I was also partial to Hill Street Blues. I love that piano. Oh, no kidding! And that was a great show too. I never watched the show. I just watched the intro and then. Do you ever watch NYPD Blue? I did. Do you know what that was? Did you know that that was actually groundbreaking television? Did you know because why? of Chris Noth's ass? Yep. Yeah. And it was the first time you've ever seen first person camera on network television where they actually follow you. They followed the person with one camera. Get that was, uh, yeah, NYPD Blue was first person uh, camera television that was a debut for that. Just so a weird fucking fact. That this is why to? I can't do math because shit like that lives in my head. I can't remember people's birthdays because that lives there there's yeah. only so much room right so there is all right buddy well listen um this was for, fun this is fun see i, I kind of missed doing this anyways like i you know I, i'm always so serious and talking to nazis and shit like you know like we I should never do this actually, every once in a while and i think should. the audience liked it i think so I you guys so. like this you guys think it was okay was it okay can we do this again should we do this again can we work out more stuff on air we're gonna look we're gonna look at the comments now awkwardly and keep it silent that's what pissed me off because i I was like i was like you know what i'm gonna try to look at the comments and not get distracted today so i go click to the comments and all i see is well that's about enough nazi i can take i'm leaving now everybody and i was like what the fuck is he doing actually i know what my my comment was it's feeling kind of 1930s in here i'm out that's what i said do I remember it verbatim? <laughs> I didn't want to be Churchill in that situation. I don't know who the fuck I'd be in that situation. Yeah, in the thirties. Yeah, no, but it was. Uh, no, but yeah, great. I, honestly, I, I think Let's do I, this again. Uh, I, I said that thing at the end of the show, but I just want to let you know that as soon as I went off air, it was totally forgotten, typified I, I, by the fact that I like to tweet strategically, like ten minutes late. And that's why I tweet. And I tweeted, and I replied to Abby's tweet strategically to make sure that we knew that we were okay. We're never gonna have a show. We're never gonna have a show. I, I can't argue. You will that. have a show. I probably I'm gonna make this happen. You know what that argument was about on my end? The definition of the word discourse. I love I love how you guys because it's the same as you and I with that stupid that stupid Matt Walsh thing. You are fucking brutal when it comes to the, and I love it and it would make a good show. If I don't you guys think so, like it would only make a good show if she was like going into it knowing that I'm gonna treat it like I would treat a guy. Like there's not gonna yeah. be any chivalry on that show. No, I won't make no. sex jokes and, and stuff Ab- to demean Abby her femininity. Will, Abby can hold her own. Abby's yeah, great. Yeah, but I'm a I'm a former rap battler. 
I don't settle for stupid head when someone calls me a dick. I go for the fucking, I'm like, well, what's a million times worse than a dick? You know? Wow. Yeah. This guy's so corny. Ethanol's companies retraces his steps when he spits. Like that's, that's the way I like to approach things, you know? Wow. That that's, that's like five levels deep in that where the corn ethanol comes from. Like that's pretty good. That's right. That's That's uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. Um, gonna... Thank you, man. Thank you for doing thank this. Thank you. This is like old times. I appreciate this it. Is... I would do this once a week and just I'm down. people in and out because, uh, you know, except for Ashley, if she's going to be on audio, that just seemed weird. Like she, she's like, is this she right just wanted to show, she cleaner? wanted to show because, well, no, you, you, you know, um, uh, JB, the guy that does Ashley. the TikTok stuff that's, that does stuff with us sometimes. JB yeah. does a show where he has live guests pop in and nine times out of 10, they don't have a camera on. And they will look like that. And they're just mm. there to talk because they don't want their face on because they will be saying some usually controversial or or, or opposing opinion views that uh, may not be great. Because you notice most of those people that are on the extremes are anonymous. So to give them that idea that they can be anonymous, you'll 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 get you'll get people if you be careful what you wish for. If I know. You are do you this. still watching Hallmark movies, Ryan? Are you still doing I'm, that? Oh, on, yeah. like Oh, you are. Okay. Oh my god! I was going to suggest that athlete withhold sex from you unless you watch it. If you hated it, but love no, it, I, dude, dude, dude. Well, wait, I was Ashley, yelling. Withhold sex if he enjoys watching it. So then, then now you can't watch it, or else you can't I was it. yelling. I was yelling the other night. She was upstairs in the tub, and I was downstairs. And I, I ended up live tweeting because I was so angry at this lady that should have known that her like childhood friend was her love. And she went for the other guy that was on the news. He was a sportscaster and he should, he was, he was a nice guy. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't, they just wasn't meant to be. And he was, the other guy was such a, like a hometown little dude. And he was so nice. Maybe the woman is emotionally bankrupt and she just wanted something that she didn't have to think about too much. Did you know that there's one out there now with Lindsay Lohan is in a Christmas movie where she has, she has brain damage. Let me finish. Let me finish. She has brain damage and she ends up in, and they're all, we figured this out. They're all evergreen Vermont. That's where they all are based. That is the whitest thing I've ever heard. Right. And um, she meets a guy. She has no memory of anything uh, whatsoever. So I said, we should have rewrote the the plot where like John uh, learns how to love again. while Lindsay Lohan learns how to eat soup again, uh, but they get together in evergreen Vermont and like, and yeah, <laughs> she has like Dory's memory, you know, you oh, can't, hi. you I'm can't Julie. not, it's later. like a car accident. Oh, hi. It's I'm a, Julie. It's a car accident. It's 51st dates, but in Christmas movie bullshit form. And it's, it's so bad. It's good. And you get sucked in. I swear to James, I can't shut your, shut your judgment off and just do it just for one from start you have to start at the start don't go in the middle because i i wouldn't watch from but i got in the in middle the what do you beginning. mean like these are movies not see i'm not, I'm not going to do a series they're an hour long they're usually oh, an okay. hour long start at the beginning of one and let it let it go just watch and just let yourself be taken over by the absurdity and the fucking horrible acting and i swear to god five hours later you'll be on the phone with me going you son of a bitch i'm hooked <laughs> i used to watch another world I watched another world until it went off the air. Like I, I watched, I, you know, I liked yeah. Felicia and Cass and all those characters. And 
You know, I, I, I was like, what's going on? Why does it take 18 weeks to do eight hours of, <laughs> of content? You will love it. I promise. Okay. I will. I will try. I'll do it for you. Um, okay. I might masturbate to it just to see if that works. <laughs> um, I really like sweaters a lot. So we'll see how it goes. Good. See, see I ruin shows like that. See, I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> see you, buddy. Ryan Lindley. Thanks, man. I appreciate Take you. Take care, this. dude. Cheers. Okay. Yeah, I know. I blew with the masturbation joke, but it's like an hour and 57 minutes in. Is anyone even really still listening? Um, yeah, that was fun. I appreciate everybody uh, kind of like allowing me to do this. Like, I think it was like a way to decompress. Um, I did 15 podcasts in 15 days or some shit like that. And it, um, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love every interview. I enjoyed it. Um, but it was, uh, you know, plus I'm writing a book, I'm doing all this stuff. Um, and I'm certainly not complaining, but I am, um, working a ton and, um, I'm not going to take a step back, um, uh, but I'm probably not going to try so hard to like, you know, make sure every single day I have a guest because it, it takes a lot out of you. Um, but what I might do instead is if I do three, uh, guests a week and, um, or whatever. I've been doing five a week or six a week for the last month. But instead, let's say I do four. Um, the fifth show can can be something like this, just hanging out. Um, you know, this way I can also directly compete with the Dean Blundell show and then surpass them eventually because, you know, because the content is so good. And I never use the word wiener. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I love the Dean Blundell show still. It's a it's a great show. It's part of my day. Um best training ground ever and i love those guys it's a dope show and hopefully my show will be just as dope one day i'm really happy that i did this um thank you very much everybody i don't have anything else to say except except i don't have any guests booked um for thursday and friday or saturday oh no wait tomorrow i have uh the french lady that wrote the stuff about the left and right uh hello 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 Buzetti, Elan Buzetti. Um, and then I have on Sunday, I have the Ukrainian politician, and her name is I don't want to get it wrong. Sorry, guys. Kira Rudik. She's the um, and this is the best way I know how to describe her. She is the Ukrainian female politician who looks a little bit like that tennis player Anna Kornikova, who you may have seen in photos carrying like an m16 or whatever a machine gun um she's uh she seems like ridiculously intelligent as well um which actually makes me think that posing with the gun is a little lame but whatever and um she's a country war i get it and she is also considered to be one of the most influential women in ukraine and the second most uh popular politician next to Zelensky. so she was kind of a real coup um, it's going to be 11 at night where she is. And, um, you know, there's going to be blackouts and stuff like that that are happening around that time. So I'm sending them the link like hours and hours beforehand. Um, and she's she's going to make it work. And also Alex D, who we normally, who Dean and them normally talk to from Ukraine, um, that we do some of that fundraising for, is going to be on the show right after she gets off. Um, he actually volunteered for that politician's campaign in 2019 when she first ran. So that should be fun. And then we have 
the not controversial at all, Megan Murphy. She's the former editor, editor, excuse me, of the Feminist Current, and uh, she got in a lot of trouble for misgendering Jessica Yaniv, who I will dead name because I don't actually think this person is trans. I think they co-opt the trans identity to victimize women because they have a history of doing that exact thing. Uh, Jonathan Yaniv, the wax my balls guy, um, that then said that he was Jessica Yaniv, but still tried to victimize, victimize several women, especially online. Um, she misgendered that person and Twitter banned her for life. She was like one of the first to get banned. And, um, that is clearly ridiculous, no matter you know what side of the fence you you roll with. Um, and uh, it'll be an interesting conversation. They tried to ban her. John Tory spoke out about her uh, when she was supposed to speak at a library, and he uh, he kind of railed against her publicly. And then the librarian was like, "She has not been charged with any type of crime, including any type of hate crime. She's never been arrested. She's never been fined. So on what grounds do I have to not allow her to talk there and and rent the space?" And she was absolutely right. And um, so she'll be on on the 5th. And my voice is starting to go, so I'm going to leave now. But honestly, thank you very much once again for joining me. And we will see. You guys always know when I do this that I'm getting my file from the thing so I can play my outro, right? You know that. I know you do. We'll see you next time on Black Ball. Black Ball. Black 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 Ball. Black 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 Ball. listeners i'm christy and i'm melissa and this is buried motives where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers she said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back and that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag yeah that's not even strong enough words this is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works if you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.